Pistre şeytak. And welcome to episode 23 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me as ever, we've got Steve and AD. Hello, everyone. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour, indeed. That's a, that's a new one. He doesn't usually French it up this early in an episode, does he? Mm. Um, Steve, you've just alerted me to a wonderful review, and I think rather than me trying to sell the episode to these wonderful people, I think we should sell it via the medium of an iTunes review that has made me very, very happy. Please do your reading for me. If you're a keen gamer with no serious ambition, this is the podcast for you. A 40 towers of a podcast as Steve slowly but inevitably falls off his bike because AD keeps poking a stick in his spokes with Kev standing by saying, I told you this would happen. Something for the weekend as you sit in your armchair listening through your headphones, laughing out loud while your wife and kids look on bemused. Download it now. You know you want to. You kind of already have them. Coming up on this week's show... Uh, believe it or not, we've got Minecraft from AD and Mass Effect from Sheepdog. Oh, YouTube, bloody hell, buy some new games. I'm going to confiscate those ones from I'm you. I'm nearly finished. Um, I, I, I'm messing around on my PS3 again, playing games from the past and the present. And also one from the future, Song Pop, because it's bitching. Um, AD's shopping list this week. Um, has, it's got a couple of games I actually want, which is unusual for the way things have been going at the moment. And we've got a whole heap of Microsoft news this week and no mention at all of the Wii U because Nintendo have gone into hiding again. Um, and after all that, we have our new question and answer session. Where I go apeshit at AD. Yeah, really unnecessarily as well. Yeah, yeah. I apologise you a cock. <laughs> I didn't call you a cock. I called you a prick. Same difference. I called you a cock. You did. And that was using a mug. So what have you been playing this week then, AD? Well, um, aside from the usual Minecraft, let's not. Well, actually, no, I do actually want to mention something briefly on that because they released an update for Minecraft. Was it on Monday? or No one else knows. Weekend or something. Well, anyway, this patch was supposed to fix the monsters spawning in people's houses. Um. I don't know what their definition of a fix is, but since that patch, I had one episode where I had six creepers, one after another spawn. Um, I've managed to fix that problem, but on the second floor of my massive castle, which people can um, probably see up on my Facebook account, um, <laughs> I get skeletons every single morning spawning up there. God knows why. Don't know what's going on. Um and that's been quite infuriating. So, you build it on but, a Minecraft burial ground, though. To be fair, there were warnings. Well, there wasn't. And <laughs> <laughs> how did you fix the creeper problem? I'm intrigued. Um, you did. I put loads of lights in the house. Oh, okay. Um, I believe I went on to um, the official Minecraft Xbox 364 room. Yes, you did. And, well, I was very irritated. And I, I can was imagine like, you were, AD. 10,000 hours of your life. Yes, exactly. And I, I just thought, I'm not having this. 
So I did that, and in a fit of temper, I, I built myself a nether portal and went into the nether region type thing. <laughs> Not nether region. <laughs> what the hell is it called? The nether world. <laughs> it should be called the nether region, It though. should be called the nether region. It's awesome, isn't it? And um, got myself some glow snuff powder, whatever the hell it is, and... Uh, Actually, it was very, very uneventful. I spent most of my time just excavating around and uh, doing a bit of landscaping. I can't see um, any pictures of your castle on your Facebook, by the way. I can only assume you have me on. Have you have me on limited access to your profile, lady, for some reason. Is it because of all those pictures of myself I kept posting on your wall? Quite possibly. No, you have to look for it. For some reason, when you post it to Facebook, I, I guess it's because of the new Facebooky layout it sort of buries it it's, it's oh in here there. we go minecraft photo oh bloody hell ad get a life what's the yeah, matter with you see that the is size ridiculous. of the castle i have it is a big one ad yeah, and um you are such a massive loser what is wrong have you with seen, you? Have you seen, yeah i've built myself a lava and water tower at the back as well last week wow ad <laughs> that's um you've you've got a problem <laughs> i have but I've, I've, I'm a bit... Um, it looks a bit like Hogwarts, this one that's in the dark. You should yeah. do a replica of Hogwarts. What is it well, with these pillars of... that have... They're like glass pillars that have got wood and lamps inside them. That's not wood, that's sandstone. Oh, obviously, my mistake. And, and lamps. That is bizarre. You've got, yeah, sand, lamp, sand, lamp, sand, lamp. What's and the deal there, eh, bomb? It seemed to be the best way to construct the, a weird, um, I was going to say archaeology then, a weird piece of architecture. Well, I've got a lava tower at the back. I don't think I've taken a picture no, of No, there's no picture of the lava tower. Yeah, I'll have to get that sorted. Because that was something else that disappeared as well. Um, I don't know whether the Xbox Live update has fixed this. Um, it seems to have done, but... Um, Every time I logged in, it kept telling me I'm not logged into Xbox Live, which I was. And then I'd, I'd check on the, um, you know, press the Xbox Guide button to just double check. And then when I came back, it would say, no, you are logged in now. And But I couldn't take any pictures. You know, when you pause the game and you hit the Y button, mm. the option wasn't there. And then it suddenly reappeared again. So I think as with all updates... It's probably broke more than it's fixed, um, which is slightly annoying. Um, and I don't understand why they've done that. But I'm still hopelessly addicted to it. <laughs> I just Considering that I complained about the price of this damn thing. Um, and said you weren't getting Yeah, do you reckon you got your money's worth out of it, <laughs> yeah, said I'm not paying that much for this and did one of my... Uh, rants and raves about <laughs> it and then i think within 24 hours i was like begrudgingly bought it you know just for 26 hours this week Katie. is that all yeah see i've dropped nine hours since last week 107 hours this month 197 hours on that game oh. since it came out you played on it i don't think i've played it in a while now um have you been tempted to try the pc version yet um no <laughs> <laughs> do you think you will be I know the PC's got a lot more stuff in it, and that's why I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> if I can, and how long has that been out for? A month? It's been, yeah, it must be six weeks or so, and you've got six hundred hours on it. Up that in that time, could, I could die if it's uh, <laughs> the PC version. 
Someone uh, uh, who listens to us, AD, gave us their username and password to try out the PC version if you wanted a quick go on it sometime. Are you trying to kill AD? <laughs> exactly. Just because you know you're close to being fired, and you, your warp thinking is, well, if AD dies, he can't fire me, so I'm going to survive a few more weeks. Because you know we're auditioning for Annoying Southerners at the moment. I've seen the queues outside all over Peterborough at the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah... Um... I've been playing, obviously, some of that. The, the, the bastard thing with Raptor is I can't deny it. <laughs> I can't say, oh, no, I haven't played it this week. You could just put the a, cable out the back of it. Try tried offline. it last week. Yeah, tried. but the minute you minute you connect online, it's going to update it, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah. So, wow. But to try to counterbalance this fiasco, I have played, I have taken the wrapper off two games this week. Jesus. Only a polish him, I imagine. No. <laughs> Get the alcohol rub out on him. Well, not didn't need to. I have been doing that on some retro games that I've received this week, but for these two, um, although they, they could have ended up being retro by the time I got to play them, um, I, the first one was um, Dirt Showdown. That's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I was playing some of that. Maybe basically because Steve brought it up on the podcast last week. So I just wanted to... Once I realised he'd played, I wanted to go and smash all these records and make him cry. So that was a good incentive. I've got this sat there ready to play as well. I might have to get involved in the Steve smashing. I bet well, it didn't I've, take long, did it? I, no, it didn't. And I've sent you some challenges as well. I haven't got it anymore. Sent you can feel free to take it back, Sheepdog. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> um, you haven't got it anymore. <sighs> Well, I'll take it back tonight if you're challenging me. If you're throwing a gauntlet down, then I'll... Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I saw some of your times and scores, and I just thought, this is too easy. But it will be a laugh anyway, so good luck on some of them. That's all I can say. Because on one of them, I think I actually beat your race time by a full minute. So I don't <laughs> know if you were walking around the track or what. Um... I didn't know I was uh, being challenged to a time trial. I was just uh, enjoying Well, no, it's, it's not always a time trial. It's, it, it just records. It posts your race time up on like an online leaderboard of you, with all your friends. It does it automatically. It's a bit like the um, auto log mm. in the Need for Speed games. Have you found that a lot of the races you could be... I found a lot of the time it would start and for some reason like, I don't know, two of the cars would just whiz off ahead of me and I wouldn't be able to catch them for say three out of four laps and suddenly on lap four I'd go from fifth to first. Like, Yeah, there's, there's a definite feeling of Mario Kart about that. Um, like the Storm Apocalypse does the same thing I noticed yeah, the other day. It's like got a weird catch-up logic. It's the same if you go out in front as well. I mean, yeah. you'll, you'll catch them, you'll fly past them and if you think and then you'll be doing faster laps, but somehow they still remain only about a second behind you. And you think, well, that's bullshit because I've, you know, I had no problem catching up and overtaking you. So it's got that rubber band AI where, you know, that's in the Mario Kart games an awful lot. I don't necessarily mind it though, to be honest with you in a game of this type, because if you, if you were able it's not One a serious the, racer, is it? I mean, that's the thing. No, I mean, it was like that with Destruction Derby. I mean, you know, you, you, you could only really get so far into the lead. You can build up a lead, but it, it's... The, the You know, the big fun in the game he's had is smashing into people, and, you know, a lot of the a lot of the actual race game... Well, not a lot of the game modes in there does require that. The, the, there's been a... There's, um, 
the the race mode where you have to knock people off the platform, I think, probably annoyed me the most. Um, yeah, I didn't. I thought when we when I played it against Kev, I enjoyed it, and then when I was playing it on my own Saturday, I just thought, I don't. This isn't very good against the computer, is it? I mean, it's no, it's built for multiplayer, yeah. though, isn't it? It's not it's not for sat there playing by yourself like a loser. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, the the definite platform one that just annoys me. It, um, I like the one where you have to survive for so long. I was going to say, are you sure that's not that where is. you were a minute below me? <laughs> Um, there might have been one that was that. I, I was I chose the wrong vehicle and I was oh, literally yeah. getting smashed in no t- next to no time. I was also so, I got bored in the end and basically killed myself because I was just whizzing around. Yeah, I noticed you had quite you'd lost it for ages. I was like, what the bloody hell? Um, but I quite like that one. I like the way you know he gets a bit frantic. <laughs> he does after a while. Around. Um, I like the standard sort of race. Not a big fan of the... They've got the Jim Karma stuff in there, which they had in Dirt 3. I absolutely hate that. I just think it's pointless and ridiculous. So, bit of a mixed bag in some of the racing events. But overall... Well, actually, what I will say about the, the Jim Karma, they seem to have made it better um, than it was in Dirt 3. You don't have to nail the actual uh, tricks perfectly. Uh, there is a greater margin for error, um, but uh, overall, I, I enjoyed it. Thought it was uh, thought it was a good game. It looks lovely. The graphics are absolutely gorgeous in it. But um, you found there's some weird modes. Like I found one where you had to drive around, hit all the green blocks, then all the red blocks, then all the orange yeah. blocks. And I just thought, what a bizarre nonsense race mode. I had They're just no filling idea. it in what I was doing when I started that and uh, it was, like a lot of these games now there's like virtually no instruction manual at all mm. I had no idea what I was what I was doing and yeah and then I realized I had to hit the blocks in whatever color the little chart thing at the top um told you to hit that was quite great for a blind person like kev a colorblind person i mean Um, yeah (laughs) did you just describe me as a blind person have you done much of the freestyle one on it i had a i sat there for about an hour on that just pottering around i couldn't do any of the bloody things i did like the odd easy one but no i've just been playing through the main sort of game the, the career mode um it's set very similar to Dirt 3. I mean, obviously, what they've done here is it's a spin-off. You know, it's not Dirt 4, it's just a spin-off. Yeah. And it's probably going to be another one of these new franchises. There'll be Dirt 4, then there'll be Showdown 2, and so on and so forth, just milking a franchise to death, which is a bit of a shame, because I can see it just becoming very tedious. Um, but I do like it. I like the I like the fact that it's a bit more frenetic and... It's better than I thought it was going to be. When I originally heard of the concept of it, I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And I was like, I'm not interested at all. But the demo sold it to me. And since then, I actually quite like it. I'm hoping it gives them a chance to trial things that they don't, um, don't not, they're not 100% sure about for, say, Dirt 4. They can just try them here, can't they? Lob them in. If they're shit, get rid of them. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just gives a... It's a it's sufficiently different. Like I say, the feel for me is definitely more of a destruction derby, old, an old school type game rather than 
he sort of overemphasis on reality um, that you get with the modern type racing games. So if you want something different, then it's a cracking game to check out. There's no two ways about it. I like it. Yeah. And <laughs> I like. And, uh, Good. We're glad you like it, AD. Did you play anything else? I did. And Ooh. today, um, I really pushed the boat out and took the wrapper off Kingdoms of Amalur, The Reckoning. Bloody hell. Only after um, the did you buy this fast. one when the uh, when the developer was still in existence? Yeah, I bought it the day it came out. Obviously, you did. Yeah, yeah. my mistake. Yeah, the, and I, <laughs> I thought I better plug this sucker in in case I've got anything to download. You know, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> you know that because I got the um, the N7 armor thing. You know, for um, for playing the demo. Yeah, and I thought. Oh, I better play this because what if they take it? What if like now the company's gone under? Um, you can't. Some weird thing in my mind's thinking because the company's gone under. EA will no longer be interested in any of that type of stuff, you know. So I thought oh, I better get it on and get it get it started. And uh, yeah, I played about about three hours maybe of that this afternoon, and I've been really enjoying it. Are really enjoying it. I, I, it's a shame what EA did with that. They should never have released it that close to Skyrim. That was ridiculous. Was it Skyrim? Well, see, I've, see, I've heard yeah. that argument before. No, it, no, was, it, was, it was six it was months after Skyrim. It was Mass Effect. To Mass Grand Effect, Effect yeah. It was like two or three weeks before Mass Effect. Yeah, that was stupid mm. to do that. They, they, should have, uh, they should have done that better because it is a cracking game and it should never have struggled the way it did. And it wouldn't have done it. It'd been released either you know a month or so before, or even a couple of months after. If they released it now, when we look, when we get to what we can see, which is out this week, mm. um, it would have done far better because it's a really good polished. Oh yeah, I'd game. buy it now. If it was out this week, I'd buy it. Yeah, but I still haven't got round to having it. You played it as well, though, didn't you, Steve? Did yeah, you... I played it for about oh, I don't know six, seven hours. Um... <laughs> I thought it was good, but after a while, I kind of just thought there was a lot of little bits I didn't. I don't know. I just thought I know there are better games out than this. Um, it seemed like it wasn't released at the wrong time. It was released like uh, I want to say too late. Not in that they left. They obviously didn't sit on it. They released it when they released it. But it was like the ante was up before they got a chance to stick their game out. I felt um, I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was shit, but I thought you know the world had kind of moved on a step and they're going there oh look at our really cool game and it's like yeah it would have been really cool last year maybe but like when you started developing it it was probably an awesome idea but now the world's moved on That's well, right. what what about it would you say was out of date uh, it's hard to put a finger on it exactly because I thought there was a lot of good stuff in there that the likes of Skyrim. I like the fact that you can break your equipment down and then make other stuff with it, for example. And I like the fact that it was you can define the character as the game goes on, if you know what I mean. I thought the characters were a bit, um, I don't know, like... The characters were the first thing that I thought were a bit like they'd been done before, but... It was like games had suddenly decided to be a bit more... I want to say cooler, but it's not really the word I'm going for. It's just... I don't know. They, they'd gone for a new sort of style that... I know it's got like its quirkiness to it, and it's got its kind of character and its personality, and it was kind of like... 
that wasn't that that didn't feel like the kind of now thing that felt like something that you'd expect from a game if you picked up a game from a while back it it would fit yeah. more then whereas now it feels like you're playing a game that is like a nod to the older games but it's it's not been long enough to get away with a nod like if they released it in two years time they could say oh you know yeah it's a bit of a nod to that sort of the older games that everyone loved and i don't know it just seems like it came at exactly the wrong moment that it's not it hasn't hit what it should have what it, what it intended i suppose is this the one where your man starts off dead yeah yes uh, i remember this i played this is one with the awesome demo in it that lasted like yeah. three weeks um yeah, yeah that was all right i still need to play this at some point um, AD, why should I play it at some point? Why should I go out and buy it? It's a good, solid, very polished RPG. If you like RPG games, you're going to like this. Um, I I just really enjoy it. I mean, just playing it through on the normal difficulty. Um, I like the combat. It's simple combat. Um, it is pretty simple, yeah. God of War but, style, if I remember rightly. Just sort of hack and slash type stuff, is it? Is this yeah, one? but I mean, you can switch weapons and magic very easily. It, that's where I think it's better than the likes of Skyrim. You know Skyrim, you have to fart about and you go into your what they call like your favourites menu. Mm. If you want to, to change weapon. On this, it has a primary and secondary, which are mapped to the buttons on the controller. So Y is your secondary and X is your primary, so you can switch between them really quickly. You don't have to mess about going into the sort of a, a favourites thing. And the magic, you just hold the right trigger and hit the X button, and you can map other spells to the, the buttons as well. So it, it, to me, was a lot more... The combat was a lot more intense, and certainly, I would say, a lot more sort of God of War-like probably completely wrong but you know what i mean it's kind of faster a bit more arcadey like in the combat mapped onto a really good rpg mm. base so that's what i liked about it it was to me it was different enough from skyrim um to warrant having both you know skyrim is a totally different experience skyrim comes across you know to in comparison as perhaps a bit more thoughtful type of RPG for want of a better phrase I'm wondering whether it might have been my mood at the time but like I can't, whenever someone says to me on that game, like I'm playing the game and someone will go at me like oh my weapons have been stolen by that troll, go, run after him and get him and I just think I can't be asked. I've, I've got no reason to help you <laughs> I don't want to help you and obviously that's part of RPGs and like when I'm playing Mass Effect and all, all the other games, I, I do all of these things and I want to do them and I feel like it's important to do them. But on that, I didn't feel like I wanted to do really anything. I just wandered around. I mean, I was playing Rift uh, just before or just after. I can't remember now. And I was doing all the little things on that and I felt like I wanted to do them. But that, I just didn't feel like that game grabbed me and made me want to go and... like you, See, you've... the ranking up system is different to Skyrim. Skyrim, you get the rewards for doing something over and over again you know the more you use the sword the more you use your magic that's how you rank up Mm. that's how you get your experience you know you can do a thousand quests in skyrim and you don't get you know experience as such for doing it you know whereas with this you do it's the more old school the more you more quests you do the more you rank up and when you get your experience you level up and then you can build your stats up that way. So it's a different it's a different reward system. You see, to me, 
that's more inclination to do a lot of side quests because that will then get your experience up to do the main quest then becomes easier because you that's more... the kind of thing i'm used to doing i mean I, I know we've said before like i was really really big on the final fantasy games and they're all about doing loads of side quests and most of the games i play are about doing side quests left right See, and, center. I, and I, so i'd, I'd, I'd... Thought... No, go on. I was just going to say, I thought the, the the way that the side quests were mapped was actually really good because it didn't have you traipsing all over the game. But, I mean, I, I don't do mean them. that the way they've... I mean that the game didn't make me want to do it in that, yeah, they're all there. They're easy to do, like, to, to get to access, but there was no... I don't know, there wasn't a feeling of, oh, I better do that. I better help them out. I better play this. I want to hear more about this. I was just kind of thinking, get out of my way. I want to crack on with the story. And um, not in like a oh I have, it wasn't even that I have to know more about the story I was just kind of thinking bloody hell I need to find where the hell I'm going in this place because it just seemed I mean it's a it's a very big game isn't it I mean yeah and uh, I don't know I just felt kind of like I mean I, I ended up wandering into this place and a load of, I, I'm not going to say anything specific for spoilers obviously especially when you're playing it but a load of sort of stuff goes on and then that sort of scene ends and i just thought what the hell just happened <laughs> it was just kind of you know it just felt like really irrelevant and irrational and it wasn't odd it was it was just like oh okay i'll just continue with the story again and it, i don't know it just whereas in other games it's you feel like you you're playing a little i don't know maybe that you're playing a little story each time you do it you're learning a little bit about that person whoever they are whether they're relevant yeah. or not i don't know it just felt like there wasn't much character to the little side quests. It was just, oh, this person turns into something, go and stop them turning into it, and that's it. Here's your Yeah, I will give you that. I thought the characters that you met at the beginning of the game, I mean, already they're sort of in the past mm. now. I mean, what, I mean I'm assuming I might come across one of them again who run off. Um, yeah. But, you know, the... Like the guy that helps you out originally, he ends up with like I imagine I suppose you could say it's effective storytelling, he ends up with like three arrows in his back. <laughs> it's like sucks to be you. So it's legitimate, isn't it? Yeah, he's 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 yeah. got it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I suppose. I I don't know, I mean I, I'm just sat down actually really wanting to play it, so mm-hmm. perhaps I just felt a bit more inclined to to get into it a bit more but i really do like those type of rpg games it's why i like the like diablo 3 and i know that won't be to everybody's taste because it isn't skyrim in any way shape or form Mm. see skyrim and the the elder scrolls game are a different thing different experience and most RPGs aren't like that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I've not played them yet. Up there on my uh, pile of shame. So I mean, I probably moan about them, and now they're not—they're not what I'm used to. <laughs> but uh, so I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So I don't know what you've been up to, Sheepdog. Well, actually, I do because it's on the running order, <laughs> yes. and it's always bloody Mass Effect. It's all it you ever is. bloody I, play. That—that's his Minecraft, isn't yeah. it? I got one and two. And it's the first time in ages I've brought a, <laughs> brought a game, so I got got the two of them, and I'm playing the shit out of them because they are awesome. I've completed one, we went through that. I'm on two. I'm near the end of two now, so there'll be a gap because I'm planning on it's my birthday in August. I'm planning on getting three probably just before then, and then opening it and saying, oh, it's my birthday, but I love it early. But um, <laughs> but I'm right near Jesus the end of it now, Christ. and um, 
I've got... I thought you were getting a PS3 for your birthday. I don't know. I keep talking about it earlier. I, keep... I mentioned it to my wife, and she said, oh, well, you can't get a PS3 when we've got a baby and Why? all sorts don't of stuff. Why? Don't have the baby, then. And, um, Tell her to well, keep the baby I'm, in. I'm her, <laughs> but she, she did, did say to me, she, she said, I can have one. She said, she promises me I can have one. But not until I'm on my course and get paid by student finance, which is a good way to spend student finance. But it's um, worth waiting for the next PlayStation though. By then, it'll be first week of September. Yeah, no, but isn't the PlayStation Four supposed to be out next year? Well, no, I want the three. It'll do me for a little bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then I get the four when I get a job. Yeah, you right. sound like the bloke. This bloke I used to work with was really overjoyed when he bought. He's he's like his son a playstation 2 for christmas and the ps3 had just come out oh no i won't do that i um i plan to play the hell out of it when i get it i bought my playstation 2 when it only had a year of its life left i bought my playstation 2 about six months before i got my xbox 360 i I got my um gamecube and then like (laughs) everything moved on pretty much straight after people still always came out to play on that though because I had a flat and it's the only console worth playing. But yeah, anyway, back to what I've been playing. Um, so yeah, Mass Effect 2, I'm, I'm pretty near the end of that. I've got most of the characters that you get throughout the story. Um, I don't know. I want to ask a question, but I don't really want... I don't want to be spoiled. Ask a question, Sheepdog. Ask away. I've got one You're with slot. friends here. Well, you're with me and AD. Here, I've got one slot you can ask a question. That hasn't got anyone in it. I've got all my team are loyal to me. I've got everyone that the story's mm. naturally given me. There's just one slot that's got no one in. Um, and I, 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 I wonder if I've missed it, it missed someone. Have you got yeah. the DLC person? I've got the the one that came with it, a bloke. Okay. And I've got, I've got the, I mean, I can do this because you get them right at the start if you've got the DLC. I've got the bounty hunter and I've got the thief. Okay. Then it, you've not missed them then. No, no. Very brand. Yeah, um, you fucked it up. You have to start all over again. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, and by start it all over again, he means start the trilogy again. Yeah, because it's did, something you, from you Mass Effect. Say, you did say Mass Effect prologue before you started, didn't you? That'd be awful, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> next to the sniper, next to the um, the, the DLC guy. Basically, if you didn't have the DLC, it'd be the person on the far Can left. Can I make a suggestion to you, Sheeple? Well, you look it up and don't, and because I don't want to look Google it up. I think I know which one you mean. So, is it someone I'll get later on, or have I missed someone out big time? Because that's what's worrying me. I don't I'm... know where you are in the game. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm late getting on. the list now, and I'm hoping it's going to be in the in the format of a picture, so you can point at the one that's missing. Uh, right, here you go, sheepdog. Go on, off cool. your chair, round here. Yep. Come I have a look, sheepdog's now I'm walking really down the room. Something. That one. That one. You haven't got that one? Mm. You haven't got Legion? No. Jesus Christ, sheepdog, you need that one. Okay, so go and find him. Do you get them you later? Need Legion on? for yeah. these many. Yeah, Legion is like a major character. But are they late on in the game? I think they're fairly late on in the that's game. Okay. But I don't know where you been... are. No, no, that's fine because I'm 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 late-ish, but there's still a few things. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I've done is it's basically... like talking to a simpleton. No, because I can't. It don't is, want... isn't it? I don't want to spoil it for the listeners, but like everyone else, I've. Got there. <laughs> That's right. Blame the listeners. I've, I got to. Uh, I can't even see it. I got that one, <laughs> which yeah. nobody knows who I'm pointing at. And uh, since I got her, I, I went and did all of their loyalty things back to back, left, right, and mm. centre. Any of that I hadn't done, I've done them all. I've gone and asked them to do all the upgrades and blah blah blah. And I thought, 
Like, I mean, I'm probably miles away from the end. I've got, I'm, I don't really know how far I am, obviously. But um, I thought to myself, uh, the game seems like it's very near the end. It seems like it's wrapping up. But there's just this gap in my team. If I've missed someone, I'm going to be so angry because I'm you know, very... I mean, you saw me playing the other day around here that I just... I try and get everything. So if I'd missed out a character, I'd have been really annoyed. But... Um, well, if you're saying you feel like you're right here at a point where it's wrapping up, then it sounds to me like you've missed them. I don't see how I could though, with, if they're a main character. I'm a, uh, I've got to get some uh, some pass thing or something like that. That's where I am at the moment. Have you had any any interaction with the Geth at all in yeah. Mass Effect Two? A slight bit. Okay. I'll find out. I'll probably play it tonight and just walk through a door and they'll be there. But barely. Like I've literally just seen <laughs> that them. That sounds so desperate. <laughs> I've literally just seen them. and um, I've got to go and attack them, I think, which isn't too spoilery. Fair enough. So Steve's ruined Mass Effect 2 for himself. Um, <laughs> what else have you been playing? What else have been ruining, Sheepdog? <laughs> um... I played a few of the... Well, I played Lego Batman 2, the demo. Is um, it as awesome as I'm hoping it's going to be? Because I, I didn't I re- have time to play this. I really liked it, because I thought... It's like, got Superman in I've as well, always avoided it? sort of the Lego games. Not, not on purpose. I've always not played them. I've not avoided them. I've just sort of thought, Lego, meh, probably for kids. I've not had a look. But um, I'm wrong. It's actually quite fun. Um, First Lego Batman was awesome. Yeah. I didn't... From the demo, you, you I didn't know that it had uh, Superman in, uh, but... It starts with Batman and Lex Luthor, well, Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor at mm. a meal together. Um, and then, yeah, the Joker attacks, and that's that's how it starts, sort of thing. So I just went through the, the demo, and uh, it, it was cool, because you were just kind of going through. It showed you how to do the moves. You unlocked a couple of suits, and um, they helped you have moves, and... Yeah, I enjoyed. I thought it was quite. Good. It wants me. I want to play it again. I want to play the rest of it now. And I was very when it sort of got to the end. It showed you that there's I can't, some number like forty five different characters from the universe that you can. I don't know if you can meet them or play as them because it kind of said meet them and I kind mm. of. So basically, if you're a comic nerd, yeah, this is I right. Think up so the it looks right up. I mean, it had all the main Batman baddies in a demo, so it's worth playing that. All the sort of big names that you'd expect. Probably none of the ones you'd expect now being a comic book nerd, but all the ones I expected being ignorant <laughs> of Batman, <laughs> they're all there. So um, I thought it was very cool. I, I, there's a couple of bits where I thought it was a bit fiddly. Like I'm sitting there thinking, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. And um, I'd be trying what seemed logical. Cause I, obviously oh, I expect, bloody hell, what sheepdog yeah, thinks is logical? I expect Jesus an element Christ. of like puzzle to, to it, obviously. But I'm sitting there thinking, well, this seems like... like there's a bit where um, you have to... Because you can keep switching between Batman and Robin. I don't know if you could do that in the other one, but you can. And um, so you take him up. He becomes an acrobat Robin, and you go up the top, and, you, and Batman stays down below. And I'm thinking, well, I'm stuck up here on my own now, but I need Batman to complete this bit I'm on. And I'm wondering, I'm afraid, just trying to figure out how the hell Batman's going to get up there, switching back to him. There's no way. And then I was randomly just beating a wall, and, it, and Batman randomly joined me. And I just thought, where were you 15 minutes ago, Batman? You know, but um, I think question Batman. Well, no, he, this is well after the meal. He'd finished Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, but it was just very bizarre that I was just like, it wasn't the story that he was off. It was just he was wandering at the bottom, glitching out, trying to get up there, like just wandering. No one's attacking me. I'm trying to follow the character, but I can't. And then suddenly, 
I don't know, I must have hit something that meant he could come up and join me, but it was just it was just bizarre. But um no, I enjoyed it a lot and my daughter sat there watching it with me and she seemed to like the fact it was Lego. And might try and sneak it past the wife at some point. Um <laughs> while I was getting that demo, I realised I ages ago downloaded um South Park Tenement's Revenge, which you won't know anything about who it's he is or anything. Load of bullshit but, cartoon, um, isn't it? Yeah. He's a character from the cartoon and I kind of thought, well, I vaguely remember him. It's an ongoing jokey thing that he's ginger, and so you'd appreciate the ginger humour there. For example, I, I do like an army on of gingers, for things that they can't do anything about. Exactly, and um, I started Probably. out thinking this is going to make me feel like, oh, I'm embarrassed that this is such a terrible game. And it started up, and it's a platform game, and you can play as all four of the kids from South Park. Um, and they all have like their different abilities. So like Cartman is fat, so he can jump through walls that are a bit shaky. Like he uses his fat to roll through it. Um, one of them can jump really high. One of them throws a ball, which I thought was really lame. It just showed how personalityless this character is. <laughs> he just throws a football. And the other one can take his hat off, and he's got ginger hair, so he can get through all the ginger radar sensor <laughs> things that are in place and um yeah it, i mean the, the story made me laugh because it was the ginger guy sneaks into his room at night and steals the uh, hard drive from his xbox so he uh so the four of them try and track him down and get it back because they don't want to replay arkham asylum or uh and they plugged a few games they were like oh we can't play arkham asylum again and all of this sort of thing and um yeah, you're sort of going through the levels, and they're all set in different times, which I thought was rather interesting. So, like, you're in the future trying to get your hard drive back, and you're fighting, and there's all these ginger robots attacking you, and you're using all the different powers. And uh, anyone who watches the program will know that there's some episodes they do where they're, like, superhero versions of them. So they're, like, um, Toolshed, The Coon, Mistron, and things like that. And... Um, you can unlock them characters while you're playing. They all have different uses that they can have throughout the, the level. So, I mean, it, for a platform game, it was actually really good. I was surprised. I was thinking, if I'd have played this, when you were listing your top platform games last week, Kev, I'd have been putting that forward as one that I really enjoyed. I wouldn't have maybe said it was the top one this generation or anything like that, but I was really enjoying the demo. It was a, it was a genuinely good platform game. And the fact you could switch characters depending on their abilities and you could pick up weapons to hit stuff. It just had a lot to it that I just thought... This game went by quite quietly. No one's really said, "Oh, it's actually." When a did it thing. even come out? Was it was it an it arcade out, game? I don't remember it this must appearing. Must be an arcade game because it came out a few weeks back. Um, we I, didn't have it in AD's shopping list yeah, at any point, so it must did. have been an arcade game because sometimes they slip through the mm. net. But it is it is good. I'd recommend trying the demo if you like South Park. Um, obviously, if you don't, you, then you're not going to get any of the jokes. You're not going to understand the fact that they have their superhero alternative people. And yeah, I mean generally one for fans but then obviously anyone any game that's made us off a tv show will be um which is a nice little segue for me onto my last game on our forum people were talking about the worst game of all time and somebody mentioned bamboozle on teletext um and that there was an app for it so i went looking for it because i used to love bamboozle did you ever play that kev it rings a bell but i can't remember mm. why i guess and i must have done was it, this on digitizer or was it separate teletext. to that? What's Digitizer? I don't know. Digitizer was the, was the Teletext C-Faxy game thing, wasn't it? Am I yeah. making that up, No, I no, no, it was. He, was, he went through a couple of name um, variations, but Digitizer, I think that might have been the last name it was called before they stopped the broadcasting Teletext. 
it was basically i mean it's not the most intricate of games it is literally a question and answer quiz type game but it has a lot of character to it because you're like ah oh, yes i remember this guys, i'm looking Bamba at the Boozler. i like i love the name bamba boozler and there's baby bam or something like that and bam bear this was was this the thing that you did by pressing the reveal button on the remote control yeah, or you'd press red, yellow, green, yeah, yeah. colours on there. And um, yeah, the app for that is basically pretty much the same thing. You pick a question and answer it. And I was just sitting there answering for ages because I just, I mean, it is essentially just a quiz game, but it's the fact that they've taken the characters that made me chuckle. And it, I liked it. I thought, I mean, it's a free app, so it's worth getting. Certainly secure. not the worst game of all time. Yeah, I firmly disagree, but it made me chuckle that someone had brought it up and reminded me of it. And I just remember because I didn't really play it at home. It was when I used to visit my nan. No consoles at my nan's house. Just sit Me on and my teletext. brother used to sit playing it. Yeah, sit on teletext, playing Bamboozle for hours. And um, The guy in there looks a bit like you. He's got the same comb over. Yeah. yeah. But um, that, that is everything I've been playing. So what have you been up to? Well, right now I'm trying to tweet a picture of the guy of Bamboozle um, <laughs> so that I can yeah. show everybody that he looks just like you. I knew you were trying to do something. That's the only reason I passed over to you're you. A, you're a swine <laughs> sheep dog. I'm going to multitask and I'm going to do that at the same time as talking about Enslaved Odyssey to the West on PlayStation 3, which is what I've been spending the bulk of my week playing, um, just because Anna threw it at me and said, here you go, you've not played this, play it. Um, so I did. I sat and played it, and it's actually quite good cool. it, it came out a couple of years ago it completely passed me by i didn't know what it was i had no idea what i was expecting um but i'm enjoying it it's basically um you're set in the future everything's dead robots and stuff taking over the all your, your usual like post-apocalyptic robots have destroyed everything bullshit that you get in these kind of games so the story doesn't seem to have a lot to it but the fun bit is you're a big muscly bloke with no shirt on who hits stuff with a stick and um i quite like it um and you also get to throw around the tiny little lady who, who you're um you're taking around with you um and i just like the fact that i can walk up to a robot and destroy a massive robot just by smacking him with a stick um, and then if there's a high bit that I need to get to, I just pick up the girl and just throw her. And you just throw her across ledges, you throw her up walls. Um, and I'm just getting a lot of fun out of just slinging her around the place. Um, it's also got a lot of climbing. And anyone who's heard me raving about Uncharted and Assassin's Creed and those kind of games knows that if I can climb in a game, I'm a happy camper. I, I would happily just... If, if Climbing Simulator 2012 came out tomorrow, I would be all over that. But unfortunately, um, the simulator genre hasn't, hasn't, hooked into, <laughs> hasn't hooked into climbing just yet. Um, but the climbing and it's good. It does... It, I'm about halfway through it. And I've hit a point similar to the point I hit in the original Uncharted, which just made me stop playing that because it stopped being this fun game about climbing and smacking stuff with a stick. And it suddenly turned into I'm locked in an area with loads and loads and loads of baddies trying to kill me. And all of a sudden, instead of smacking them with my stick, I have to shoot them with my stick where you sort of put it on your shoulder like a rocket launcher and it shoots stuff out of it. And it's just got a bit shit and a bit too shooty. And I want that to go away, and I want to go back to just climbing stuff and hitting stuff with a stick. And I'm not certain that I can be asked to get past the bit that's annoying me. Um, I probably will, and I'll probably get on with it again at some point. But as it is now, I've sort of I played it for like four or five hours, was really enjoying it, and then just hit this wall where, oh, I don't want to do this. It's turned into every other game in the world now. <laughs> and I just... Option, no, well, there's no way. You are 
you basically without giving any of the story away you're you're locked in an area that you can't get out of and the only way to get out of it is to kill all the monsters that are trying to get you all the robots and the only way to do that because they've all got shields now you can't just hit them with your stick because the stick bounces off the shield so you have to fire them fire this stun thing at them to take their shield down before you can smack them with a stick but you've got snipers up in the air getting at you and you're surrounded and it is it's just become shooty and I did. I, the reason I was enjoying it is because it was a break from all the shooters, and um, it's a bit of a shame that it sort of descended into that. I am assured that once I get past this bit, it does get back to what was making it good to begin with. It does. But it does. I know where you're up to, and yes, it does. But it I, does. I don't know if I can be bothered. Oh, be bothered. <laughs> because it's got one of the most surreal and original endings to a video game ever. Ah, interesting. Um, it, I actually love this game. It, I, I, it should have been a contender for me for a game of the year. Um, I thought the characters in it were amazing. Their interaction between them, you actually care. Mm. Um, and it's based on an actual ancient Chinese... Is it Chinese? Yeah, ancient Chinese story um, called Journey to the West. Now, I don't know if you guys ever remember. Do you ever remember um, the TV program Monkey? No. No. It was on, like, in the late 70s, early 80s, so it was before you were born, but you may have come across may have come across it. Well, the character in that is called Monkey in the, in the game as well as the, the, um, the bloody TV show. Mm. And Trip is short for Tripitaka, who she was in the show as well, and he has to protect her. She's like a, a Buddhist priestess or something like that that he has to protect. And it's... Do you remember the Olympics from... Do I remember the Olympics? From no, Amy, the last lot of Olympics that was on. Just wait, let me finish. The last lot of Olympics that was on. Yeah. Do you remember watching the intro at the beginning that had the Chinese animation? Vaguely. That is based on um, Journey to the West as well. Mm. So it's actually it's quite an old, quite an old story. It's a new take on a very, very old story. Um, and Andy Serkis had a lot, played a lot in this as well. He plays Monkey, and he also have you got have you seen like flashes of him in the game? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that is an indicator of what happens at the end. That's all I'll say. Mm. Uh, you've got so, you've got me intrigue tempted there, AD. I think I might have to go back and carry on playing it. Oh, it's well I had, worth it. I had almost written it off completely because I don't want to get all shooty. Why don't you yeah. get Anna to do that? Bit? I kind of have been already, but she she didn't do. It. She just stopped as well. Stick with it because it is it does go back to to what you like. Um, I, I know exactly the bit that you mean because that kind of annoyed me a little bit. Mm. But it was I thought it was a criminally overlooked game. It was I think if I remember rightly, it's by the same people that did um Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword, yeah. Yeah. And it but I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It, it. the characters in the game and the, the sort of the the facial animation and stuff was just some of the best I'd seen at that point. I mean obviously it's come on a lot since then with heavy rain and all of that kind mm. of stuff. Um, but back then, for the kind of game that it was, you, you sort of—it was so impressive because you didn't expect it. 
I, want, kind of, I wanted matey to put a shirt on though. I don't see why he needed his shirt off the whole time. And also, when I was playing it, um, right at the intro where you're on the air, the big airship thing at the start, I was playing that thinking, bloody hell, what a rip off of Uncharted this is. And then I saw that it was before Uncharted 3 came out. Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, hang on then. It's not a rip off of Uncharted at all. Uncharted has massively ripped this off. Yeah. Um, I mean, because it's basically the same sequence. Yeah, it is. And it, as I say, it's kind of annoying it didn't get the success that it, it should have done. Um, you know, which is kind of annoying. It, they should have definitely, definitely got more plaudits than they did. I, I honestly don't know why, but you know what it's like. It wasn't, it, it wasn't Call of Duty, so nobody gave a crap, which mm-hmm. was a bit sad, really. Um, but I absolutely loved it. I mean, I, I played the demo of it and I thought, yeah, that's pretty good, that. And then I saw that when the game came out, I thought, yeah, I'll get it. I think it, I don't think a lot come out with it at the time. So I think it was a classic case of, God, there's nothing out. I'll, I'll get this. Mm. And I really enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Awesome. Well, that's my job for the weekend. Then get this bad boy finished because yeah. I now need to know what this ending is. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all it, intrigued. I'm weird. I love weird. weird. It will is... not be what you expect it to be. <laughs> See, I'm now expecting something, and if that's it turns out to be what I'm expecting, I'm going to be quite aggressively unpleasant towards you next week, Katie, for ruining me <laughs> by telling me it's not what I would normally expect. So now, based on what I've already seen, I'm expecting something very specific. And if it's that what it turns out to be, I'm going to cry because if you hadn't have told me it was unexpected, I wouldn't have expected the unexpected and that wouldn't have spoiled the ending for me. So there. That made sense to me. It made sense to me, which is scary. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you, yeah. I know what you're saying. You're expecting the unexpected. Is how you could have I'm just expecting some specific unexpected now, based <laughs> yeah. on what I've already seen. And if that's what it turns out to be, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive up to Manchester and take a wee on your front lawn. Well, that's fine. I join in. I don't live in Manchester, <laughs> but that's fine. So you keep saying, Aidy, but we can all hear what you talk like. I don't. Uh, that's not Frank <laughs> Union. What? what, what it is to us. Yeah. It's not. Just like Steve's a Cockney. Uh, I mean, he doesn't sound anything like a cockney. I'm not from London. Oh, here we go. I'm not from Manchester. I'm not from London. I'm not from Manchester. It's all I bloody hear. Aidy, you're from Manchester. Steve, you're from London. I'm from the rest of the country. (laughs) That's how it works. I am not from Manchester. (laughs) Anyway. I'm barely English, but go on. I'm barely English. That told (laughs) us. Um, The other game I've been playing, Lollipop Chainsaw. Awesome. I spoke about it very briefly last week. And you me and... won't believe the shit I've ended up with this week because it's a fucking game. Hey, Aidy, I, I was helping stir the shit. I know I... you were. <laughs> Let's get onto that first, actually, because that's much more fun. Aidy's girlfriend sent me a message on the forum the other day saying, I've got a, uh, I've got a new avatar that I want to put on there. Can you just resize it for me and wang it on for me? And it's uh, no smoking sign, but instead of cigarettes, it's got lollipops in. She and, originally uh, asked if I would do it, and I just laughed heartily and said no. So obviously she knew where she could find the help yeah. she fired. I said to her, I said, how dare you go above me? <laughs> how dare you go above my admin powers? <laughs> Yeah, she did. She did say if, something on the lines of "If you've got time to do it," and I just said, "Look, annoying AD is like my favourite." <laughs> of course, I'm going to do. It. Yeah, exactly. How how could I? I actually, I was I was in Nottingham at the time, and I drove home just to do it so that I could do it properly <laughs> yeah. on my PC, and then I drove back again. 
was it was just what I live for, winding you up. Um, I actually thought when I got the message from her saying, because um, it it's just a message titled um, Avatar Question. And I'm thinking, well, it's only two days ago that I changed your um, user group to Podcast Wag. Am I about to? Am I about to get a mouthful off of uh, off of AD's girlfriend here? Does she not like being referred to as a wag? So, and I couldn't read it immediately on my phone. So it was a couple of hours later when I got on the computer that I saw that it was actually fun. But I was I was shitting myself for a good couple of hours thinking. And you know that I was going to bollock me. Aid's going to bollock me. I would have pre-warned you of it happening. I would have literally just left you to it and stood oh. back and laughed. So you couldn't even count on that. <laughs> but luckily, it was all part of winding Aid up. Yeah. Um, but you went and bought the game anyway. So what are you bitching I did, about? Well, I did. What happened was I listened to the um, listening to you describing it last week, and <laughs> um, knowing that. That you know, she was like mm, buying that game. Uh, you know, what, what do you want to be buying a game like that for? And then, uh, and who developed? Because I'm a fan of Suda Fifty One stuff, and I've just seen the videos, and and just everybody else seems to be playing it. <laughs> My Twitter feed is, I know, I've unlocked this in Lollipop Chainsaw, or you know, I've got these trophies in Lollipop Chainsaw, and I was like, you know, enough. Okay, I'm getting this. You know, enough of the silliness. And so, she was like, "I mean, it's it's good natured. I mean, she's not seriously annoyed. She just like has a good natured, you know, dig at me over it." But she was taking extreme relish this week in it. You know, it was. Everyone does seem to be playing it. My wife came home and I'd just been at Kev's playing it, and uh, she I mentioned it to her, and she said, "That's what every." kid at her secondary school where she works is playing all, all the kids are playing that and all the women are reading that 50 shades of whatever it's called but it's an 80s, a, 80s i know it's an 18 rated game my reaction was where are they getting their hands on that and she just said oh, they're all playing it they're all they're all muttering about it under their breaths in corners and when she goes what are you talking about they go nothing and then start <laughs> talking about chainsaws and pigtails and massive breasts and mm. so um because me and steve needed to know what these kids were were investigating yeah. steve came around my house on sunday so we could play it together uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to be fair i want to clarify in advance it was kev's girlfriend sent me a text saying do you want to come around for a beer and i was i watched her tidy his house for about half an hour <laughs> and then she said to kev we need to get that achievement where you're trying to look up a skirt. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, lollipop chainsaw, chainsaw, let's put it on. And I just yeah. sat there Clarify for the world. Of the three people in the room that night, Steve, yeah. who suggested we get that achievement? Kim's girlfriend. There we go. Thank yeah. you. So it wasn't us. We're not the perverts. So I thought, what have I, what have I stumbled into? <laughs> like, I've been lured in with a beer. Yeah, you've been <laughs> brought drag there under false pretenses. Yeah. Could you be worried? And they whacked this cheerleader porn on. <laughs> I obviously ran for the door, but she bolted it. <laughs> said no <laughs> she chloroformed you you woke up tied to the chair with the controller in your hands oh don't get started on the chairs the two of them had quite a row about a chair yeah jesus she was like sit down i was like i'm all right <laughs> okay thanks you know i'm quite comfortable standing and after a while she just got a chair stamped it down in front of me sat me down and that then... would annoy me somebody who was stood up in a room where there's clearly chairs to sit down on and then she that, was like that would anger me and I was like, no, I'm all right holding it. She was like, I'll take it. I was like, no, I'm okay holding it. And then, oh, bloody night. <laughs> give, give me the coat, Steve. <laughs> no, I'm holding it. 
when the cheerleader porn comes on, I ain't giving my coat up then. I need that coat now. <laughs> you didn't tell me there was going to be porn. But, um, no, that, I just want you to know when you when you describe something that clearly isn't. It's not cheerleader porn, but um, yeah, like you don't help my cause. Although, no, no, although to be fair, we before. did turn it on, and the first thing we did was look up her skirt for about ten seconds to get the trophy, which. <sighs> Yeah, which but, did um, pop up and was it, good. When it first started, I kind of thought it doesn't look that good, and I think you were saying the same sort of thing, weren't you? The, well, that the was game my that, you was, <laughs> that was my impression from Gadget Show. But I, by the time you came over, I'd already given it a couple of hours, so I already liked it. Um, but it does take a while to get into it and, and get into the swing of things. But once it gets going, Brilliant. I think it's a really good game. Um, me and Steve were sort of doing old school, passing the controller back and forth between each other, playing through mm. it. Um, I think we're getting on for about halfway through um, and just done a, one of the bosses on it. And it's um, for a hack and slash chainsaw game with zombies in, which sounds very, very generic. Yeah. Especially when you throw in the nearly naked teenage cheerleaders as well. Um, <laughs> it's actually got quite a lot it's of really unique to the and... controls and it, I've I'm really enjoying it. Um, I was speaking to Anna about it today, and she's now um, I'm not sure if she's finished it or if she's on the last level or she's like much further into it than we are. And she's saying it, it actually goes on to get even better. It goes a bit retro. It all sort of changes up a bit more as well. And I I can't wait to sort of push on with it and and get it finished now. For a game that I was expecting to be purely novelty. Yeah, it's a teenager in a skirt, and yeah, you're hitting zombies with a chainsaw. I expected that to be all that there is to it, but actually, there's a really good game hidden underneath all the weirdness. Um, but the weirdness is great too, because it really appeals to my kind of sense of humour. Yeah, I was going to say that "Hey Mickey" song. Every time you power up to a certain point, um, it just suddenly you press a button, and then all you hear is "Oh Mickey, what a pity!" And she's there with her um, chainsaw, going mental. Rainbows are sparkling at uh, all the zombies, and you're just thinking, "This is hilarious." The it's fact that she's um, in fact, I won't mention what happens to her boyfriend because it's a mini spoiler, isn't it? Yeah. It happens quite early on. Yeah, don't. But that is brilliant. I love the fact that that happens. We were sitting there. I was looking up because I read that it had like a star cast. And it has, I mean, Kev didn't know what any of them were. It was like the uh, Merle, is it, from Walking Dead? Yeah. And um, Lex Luthor from Smallville. Um, yeah, is that Michael Rooker? Yes, something like that. Yeah. He actually, um, he bought the game. Really? Yeah. He, he, I follow him on Twitter and he had a picture of himself he's a bit of a i wouldn't have thought so but he's a bit of a gamer and cool yeah because he he had he was in the shop saying i've just bought a copy of my game and he had a picture of himself holding on to the game there and he's got like um weird call of duty dog tag stuff and all yeah he he voices her dad in it and he seems like quite a good character obviously wasn't in it much when we played it but Mm. um, i imagine he comes into it a little bit more yeah um, the only thing we found that was annoying about it was the phone calls. Phone kept going off, and you had to pause it, go into the menu. There must be an easier way to yeah. answer the phone. Well, I looked it up for you, but no, yeah. there ain't. If anyone knows of a way to answer the phone when it's ringing, just by pressing one button on the controller, please tweet at me or come on the forum and just tell me how you do it. I read the it's options. It's ridiculous. The options are either listen to the message because apparently that's to tell you that you've got a message, and that you you have to either go to her house at the end of each level. Or you have to go to the menu and look down your list. And apparently, according to the internet at large, that is uh, the only way to well, do it. Well, the internet's not been wrong yet, so no, we'll have exactly. to assume that that is true. Um, but yeah, yeah, if you haven't got this yet, um, don't let the pervertedness pull, put you off. 
Um, I, I see. I, I liken it to the, the sort of hurrah that went around Catherine, and then when you actually come to play it, it's like, yeah, most of that obviously seemed to be hyped to try to sell the game. Oh no, Aidy, um, this, this one's no, don't, don't, don't. This, this is awful, Aidy. Aidy, just stop it. it. Particularly stop if, you, it. if your girlfriend's listening, stop this, it. this one's awful. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it does have the odd moment where. The jokes are a little bit like you sort of roll your eye. It, it makes you chuckle because it's so bad, yeah. like a guy falling face first into a cleavage constantly. That's um, just brilliant. It, it, it was making it me laugh. It made me chuckle, and then Kev was like, if he does it again, <laughs> it's going to be brilliant. And obviously, it just happens repeatedly, and you're thinking, Jesus Christ. And uh, see, so yeah, I mean, there are. A, I can see. When they were making, obviously it was an 18, but I think they pretty much knew that it was going to sweep every secondary school in the country. Um, <laughs> and it was just hilarious when my wife said to me, and I, was, I said to her, well, yeah, it is a bit like that, but it's more about the uh, the hilarity of the song and the rainbows and the mental, because she's such a girly girl. She she survives on lollipops. You power, you know, you power up with lollipops and you learn cheerleader moves and stuff like that. And so she <laughs> is quite girly, and that's what makes it so funny. Because when you describe it, you know, a grown man saying, oh, yeah, rainbows, sparkle out of the you know if you kill if your days freeze on was at once to press triangle it does this sort of sparkle kill move thing yeah, that sparkle kill just awesome. is hilarious so it made me laugh because it's just so mental but let's not know. forget steve it's really perverted <laughs> so many boob shots AD. it's it's not until i finish playing it that it can be whatever it wants to be because by that point she's already out. threatened to hit it with a hammer um <laughs> And I've been threatening back, saying I'm going to force you to play it, and all of this kind of stuff. So, hey, there's so much titillation in it. You're going to be lucky you're not getting any when you played this, because you'll be fed up of it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Song Pop is the other game I've been playing this week. I'm not interested anymore. I'm I'm doing a runner <laughs> after that last statement. <laughs> Song Pop um, on iOS. I think it's on Android as well. Um, I've been trying to avoid it because it's been like it's like the new draw something. It's all over Facebook. It's all over Twitter. Everyone's playing it. Been trying to avoid it because um, draw something got on my nerves very yeah, quickly. It's on my nerves now. Um, but I really like this. I'm properly getting into it and really, really enjoying it. And it's ba- I mean, I guess, I'm guessing most people listening already know the premise of it now because it's been on quite a few other podcasts that I listen to. Um, but the general idea of it is you get five, you get like a 10 second clip of five songs. You have to guess what the song is from four different options, whether that's by the song or the artist. The quicker you do that, the more points you get. The more more correct answers you get in a row, the more your multiplier increases. You get five songs per turn. Um, your opponent, who is either randomly selected or someone off your Facebook list or your Twitter list or something, um, they get the same five songs. And whoever answers gets the most points from correct answers and from the multipliers gets a point. And then every four days... Um, your game resets. So at the moment, I've got games that are like seven, six and stuff. So the idea is over the course of four four days, you just keep replaying it. And when it, you take it in turns picking the category, um, I'm particularly good at the love songs category because I am an old romantic at heart. Lover, dog. Lover, yeah. um, there's modern rap on there, which I've still managed to avoid so far. Um, and you have like categories for different genres of music, different decades. Uh, you can unlock different. Uh, you can unlock more um, genres and more categories, um, either by spending real money on it or by um, spending your in-game 
coins that you unlock from winning matches. Um, and in the same way as withdraw something, you can buy power-ups as well. You can use a power-up that's going to w- remove two of your song options, things like that. So it's a free app, but there's obviously ways that they can make oodles of money out of it from stupid people who want to pour money into it. Sure. Um, but I reckon I've got maybe 15 games on the go at the moment, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Unlike Draw Something, that would get on my nerves after 10 minutes, I've sat and played on this for an hour and a half last night, just playing game after game with different people. It'll annoy you once you know all the songs, though, won't it? But, draw the, something got but the more you play it, the more songs you unlock. Oh, so right, you start cool. off with a fairly limited selection of songs, but as you get correct answers in that category... So ba- it's quite clever how it does it, because the more correct answers you get in a category, the more songs you unlock. So basically, it's almost like once it recognises that you're learning the songs in that category, it adds some more into it. Mm. And in theory, there's no reason... I mean, it's such a simple thing to add. It's a 10-second clip of a song and four names. You can add, They could be adding hundreds of them a day, and it's no issue. They must have avoided copyright there with their 10-second clips. That's quite clever. <laughs> well, and also what they've done, which is very clever as well, getting back to the monetizing of it, at the end of every round, um, it gives you the list of the five songs on an iTunes link. Oh, so you can genius. then go and buy it using their affiliate <laughs> link on iTunes. So really, they're geniuses. There's no, I can understand why they're giving this away for free, mm. because just those iTunes links alone are going to be making them a fortune. And when you factor in the microtransactions for the numpties as well, um, this, is like, <laughs> this is like a money machine. I'm surprised they didn't call it Sing Something or something like that or I suppose maybe that's the next game coming out where you actually sing the songs but you think they'll have done something like that to mm. get that kind of bandwagon going but yeah I expect you two to start playing it and play it with me we were me. playing it earlier I'm terrible I might it. have a go I, I actually was horrified at the prospect that it might have been a singing game by the, <laughs> the by the title of it and I thought yeah right but as I said to you, I mean, I'll probably get mullered by everybody on there because it's only going to be stuff from the 80s and 90s. That <laughs> but you can pick that as your category. Every other, you, you take it in turns picking your goes, and you can pick um, 80s, you can pick 90s, you can pick... I mean, my favourite one at the moment um, is Alternative 90s, which is basically the music I was listening yeah. to when I was at school. So I'm <laughs> yeah. all over that category. Um, so you can sort of narrow it down and, um, and pick the bits that you're good at. And like I say, I think everyone on there avoids rap. Um, because I've never had to do a rap round yet, because um, I think everyone recognises we'd all be shit at it. I might have a crack at that later. You need to have a go on it. It's Song way. Pop, and it's free on iOS and Android. And if you want to have a go with me, um, find me. I'm sure you can figure out what my username is. <laughs> I don't need like to tell you again. Well, you know, I'll put it on the forum. It's all over my Twitter. Um, if you can't find me that way, you don't, you're not smart enough to play me. I'm not going to tell you what my username <laughs> is just on the podcast. I want you to. Put, I want there to be a little bit of effort on your part. If you if you want to earn a game with me, use some nous. Do a bit of sleuthing. F- figure out what my username's likely to be on there, and you come and find me, and then I'll have a game with you and paint your wagon and show you exactly how I identify random songs in ten second increments. I'm not very good at it. Um, what else has everyone else been playing? Let's have a look at Raptor. Um, We've got about 150 people on Raptor now, which is awesome. If you want to add us on there, we're Mature Gamer Podcast. Um, top five on there this week. Fifth place, Diablo 3, um, which AD's still not talking about, which is remarkable. Have you seen someone uh, sent us a link saying someone's completed that on the hardest setting before the patches came out to make it easier? They um, they did it on insane mode or something where if you died, you had to start again the yeah. whole game, and they did it. They've completed it. And apparently like the uh, producers were congratulating him and everything. What a loser. Yeah. <laughs> get a life uh, you'd expect some sort of um, reward for that wouldn't you right. rather than just somebody patting you on the back of their head and congratulating you they didn't even do that they tweeted if you're the sort of person 
who's going to dedicate time to doing that, they're probably over the moon with a pat on the head. They it don't said, need yeah. a reward. It said, I, uh, I'd, I'd want some better reward than that. I, I'd, want, I'd do that. I'd, well, I wouldn't because I'm shit, but I'd try to do that if I knew there was some kind of reward-based it said system the, uh, at the end of it. The final battle took them 25 minutes and they were jubilant. Once it was done. Jubilant, Jesus. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Uh, if I had just felt jubilant after a time. Now, when you say completed it, is that everything? Apparently, or... yeah. I mean, it made BBC News, so... Oh, my God. Blizzard, this game is such fans. a bad name when things like that happen because it's usually in the subject where they turn around and say, and speaking of not cases, you know, <laughs> some guy went on a rampage with a machine gun and killed 30 people. It's usually linked with some kind of story article no, like that. Uh, it says related uh, links and it's just real cash auctions begin, players report a bug, there's no murders there yet. Yeah, this game has been all over BBC, which is odd. They're loving a bit of it. Yeah, they've got yeah. five articles they link to, so they're really pushing it. They must be getting a few quid out of that. Hmm. The Daily Mail will jump on it soon, won't they? Even saying, ban this sick filth because somebody... People shouldn't read the Daily Mail, AD. They don't shouldn't get, do. Don't get Steve on his <laughs> Daily Dad Mail band worked, worked the Daily Mail into his uh, wedding speech for my sister because I hate them so much. He actually went out of his way to mention that, my hatred. You know, wedding a, speech, AD. I hate paper. It is. Carry on anyway, Kevin. Fourth place, Modern Warfare 3, um, which that's that, that's been away for a little while and seems to have popped up and reappeared. Third place, even more confusing, Battlefield 3 has reappeared. Since We've had seven, money. 71 <laughs> hours of people playing that this week. Which I haven't played it for months. No, I've just given up on that. But it seemed. I, let us know why you're playing it again, folks. If it's worth me give, give, having another try on, I ain't paying any money to do it. I ain't buying premium. I ain't, I'm not paying for a server. I'm not paying for any of the other upgraded well, bits. Would count but single player? I, suppose I guess would, so. It? But who's going to play a single player yeah. on Battlefield? Yeah. But yeah, let us know why you're playing that again. Um, Steve and his loser cronies. Um, second place, Mass Effect 2. Every time I log on to that at the moment, it comes up like Bouncy Ball is playing Mass Effect 2 and a couple of other people whose usernames yeah, I can't We call you the and, nerds, uh, the, the losers. It makes me chuckle because none of us are talking to each other about it. <laughs> none of us are conferring. Yeah. I get the odd message going, oh, you're enjoying it from people who aren't playing it. And I just go, yeah, it's great. And then don't talk anymore because I'm in the middle of it. But uh, Talking of... Groups of losers. Aidy's oh, mates are number one God. again. With Minecraft, 162 hours <laughs> on there. That's just Aidy. Yeah, yeah well, it's not this week, is it? Because I only yeah. put 20 odd in. But I mean, that's still frightening to think that I do. I must have put the lion's share of the time in as an individual mm. into that game. Oh God. Each and every one of you just needs to have a long, hard look in the mirror. And ask, ask yourself a few important questions. Nothing yeah. you were playing was in the top five. That's what you're jealous about. Not jealous, but you know, criticising, isn't it? Well, I was only. I didn't play. I didn't turn my 360 on a week, so I, it doesn't people track just want. You know, we say what we're playing. People want to get in on the action. We spark it. And you just. You watch song pop will take over the world now, and I'll take credit for it. Right, AD's shopping list this week. And I'll tell you what, AD, the first thing you need to go out and buy this week is a Microsoft points card. Um, because the big release coming out on Tuesday is Dawnguard, the Skyrim expansion, which I had completely forgotten about and didn't have on the shopping list until mere moments ago. Um, but I assume we all have to go and buy it, even Steve, who hasn't even got Skyrim yet. Get the DLC downloaded now. Do it now. It's got to be done. Now, Steve. Yep. Just do it. Yep. Have you finished Skyrim yet, AD? <laughs> you started it, as you have started it, though, I you? have started it. I've put about 35 hours into the well, beast. You better pull your finger out and get it done before Tuesday. 
Uh, well, yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> Cut down on your Minecraft. Yeah. It's it only won't like, make any difference. It's only like a 90-hour game. I think I finished it in about 85 hours and then wasted another five hours smithing. Yes, but I've done which it is, about... Which isn't making tools. <laughs> it's doing impressions of Will Smith yeah. singing the Fresh Prince theme tune. Yeah, it was. I, I went about playing the game slightly differently. Is that I've been doing every single quest that I've been given. So I've done about a million side quests and about no. and about three of the main quest. You are you going to get this on Tuesday? Oh, then, yeah, are you? <laughs> but you're not going to play it yet. No. You understand it will still be there to buy in a few months, and it it'll probably be cheaper. cheaper. It might not though. It might not. You just don't know what what happens if something happens and then it's not there anymore. It's one of the reasons I don't like buying and starting a series of books. I wait until all of the books in the series have been published because what happens if the author dies before the you end know, of the book? No, that's one series? of my biggest fears. Why did you say that? <laughs> that's my biggest fear about Game of Thrones. I only yeah, that's mine as well because I thought when they released the box set, is it five book box set? I thought, oh, that must be the complete collection, and I bought it and then discovered it. He's still stupid idiot, still making books, and he's dead old as well in here or something. Sixties, he's well, he's definitely dying before that's done. I can't be. De- I've not even started reading them books. The actual box set is still sealed. Get it because, done, mate, because the world's if, awash with spoilers. And yes, I know, but I'm uh, going to watch the TV show because I know he's different to the books. But if he dies. Then I've not started the series of the books. If he dies, I've... everybody dies. I ain't putting up with him farming it to some dickhead who just decides I know. I mean, look at the TV show; it's tits galore, and the book isn't like that. It's and what? You just, I just, I don't want them giving. Why it to do some... you have to do this? You know very well I've got the Blu-ray box set. And now you've just gone and said that, and you know very well the trouble. Oh, mate, anyone who, your missus will know that that is just, just yeah, she does. There's that. ongoing jokes that, that there's too. a, they always joke about the director saying he knows he, he he can look at a scene and he'll know if something needs to be added to it, and if something if something's not quite right, he'll tweak it, and then it just cuts to him just up taking the clothes off the woman, and, <laughs> you know, making her bend over a bit more. And a I might have to check this program out properly. Um. It's an all right program, but it annoys me because you're it, a purist, though, aren't you? I'm, you're I'm one of these really. Tolkien fans who were like, "Ooh, and I've read Lord of the Rings. I thought it was boring." Um, I read yeah, the Hobbit. The thing is, is, yeah. It's like, but yeah, but I'm likening you to those Tolkien fans that complained at Pete Jackson, who made something like a series of three films, and the extended versions run for some ridiculous like bloody 12 15 hours long and they complain about boring stuff that he left out of the book I definitely don't do that in in this because like my wife will say to me oh you know are they gonna die and i'm like well i don't know because it's so different from the book and i like that because there are some stuff there are some things in it where I, i'm just kind of like i genuinely didn't expect that to happen and that's quite some bits i'm like well i know this didn't happen so I know it's not going anywhere because if it did go anywhere, it would completely change. You know what I mean? But it doesn't spoil it. I, f- I find it quite interesting that they go off on their wild tangents. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it annoys me when they make a character explicitly bad or like do something properly wrong, and you think, well, everyone, everyone in that book is morally grey. If you read it for long enough, everyone's grey in some way or another, and. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the, the TV show tries to make them hated or usually every character you can love in some way or another. Yeah, but that's because TV audiences can't handle being challenged like that. Yeah. They're saying I mean, this is a generation. microtransactions in song pop, bunch of morons. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a generation of people. <laughs> Go on. No. I want to know about the generation now. Right. It's already... I was just going to say this is a generation of people that watch shite reality TV, so expecting them to be in any way, shape or form capable of dealing with complex characters who are morally ambiguous is just ridiculous. That's all I had to say. Well said, AD. It's well worth waiting it. for. Um, <laughs> also out this, this week, um, Lego Batman 2, as previously described by uh, Sir Stephen over there. Um, and as per our notes here, that is out on every bloody thing. Um, I'm pretty sure. the 3DS. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's out Pizza. on the Game, Game Boy Advance, probably. Yeah, every bloody thing, AD. Even a Kindle, AD. Yeah, I reckon if you've got a, an old Nintendo game and watch, you can probably get this game on it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, every bloody thing. And uh, Steve says it's all right. It's, so it's, it's good. on everything, then. Every bloody thing, AD. Every bloody thing. Yeah. Um, something that's not out on every bloody thing, because it's only out on one bloody thing. Um, Steel Battalion Heavy Armour is out on the Xbox 360. Um, only on the Xbox, because rather than it coming with a 5,000-button controller this time, it works with Connect instead. Do you know, I actually, this was... Ironically enough, this was the game that I actually thought, oh, I'll play that on Connect. Um, obviously, I couldn't be asked holding on to Connect to get it, but I am. is it true that it's got a bit of a massacring in the uh, gaming press? It's not been particularly well-received. Um, I haven't looked at any reviews for it, but what I do know is when... I can't remember which one of... Was this the one that was at Gadget Show, Sheepdog, or was this the one that was at the MCM Expo? It might have been the MCM Expo, and Lollipop Chainsaw was there, and a few others were there, and there was massive queues for everything, and no one was at all interested (laughs) in playing this, and to the point where there was no queues, and the guy beckoned me in, and I still couldn't be asked. (laughs) I'm that disinterested in this game. (laughs) Because he's tried to drag you in, yeah, spat in his eye. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I can't imagine why anyone would possibly want to play it. Um, but perhaps someone out there will, and perhaps it won't be a heaping, heaping part of bullshit like it looks like. It, it's weird because I think the selling point of Steel Battalion was that ridiculously, fantastically massive controller, wasn't mm. it? I mean, it was. It's kind of. If there's one thing that was the antithesis of Connect, it was the controller for Steel Battalion. <laughs> so for them to actually release it as a Connect game, I'm assuming it's a Connect only game. Um, I can't imagine it works any because you still have to use the controller. Yeah, um, Connect is in addition to using the normal Xbox controller as well. Um, so it's still yeah. going to be massively complicated. Yeah, it just sounds like a bit of a bit of a strange one. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't get why. I get why they've tried to do it with Connect. Obviously, it's like the ultimate in, hey, look, you know, we've gone from the biggest controller in the world to not needing one at all. But like you say, they do need one because you've still got to use the standard controller. It, it kind of makes it defeat the objective if that's the case. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, a game for you, Sheepdog. Everyone Sing is out on the 360, the PlayStation 3, and the Wii. Um, and it's just a bullshit singing game. I'm not going to make any wild claims to singing qualifications. 
They almost lead man in a choir once, and that is true. <laughs> wow. Um, didn't you also used to play rugby with Jonah Lomu? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ruined my segue, don't you? <laughs> the big, uh, the no. big New Zealander who had the gammy innards and had to stop playing for a while. Forget what was wrong with him. Kidney, maybe? Um, anyway, he's got a rugby game out in the Vita. Um, this is if you if you put this in terms of football, this is the equivalent of Eric Cantona football coming out on the Vita now. Oh. That's how irrelevant this game is to the world um, <laughs> because he hasn't played rugby for years. I was going to say if he went off injured, then he was illness. Yeah. yeah. God. But he, I mean, come on, Jonah Lomu. I mean, he was like Mister Unstoppable. One, I mean, he was a big lad, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like the best around in his in his pomp in his he prime. Was, he was my size, but could run the hundred meters like Olympic yeah. level. He, he used to have people hanging <laughs> off him like they were little midgets. Yeah, <laughs> he'd still be. From running. what I know about rugby, they probably were little midgets. <laughs> you don't know a lot about rugby, <laughs> do you? No. But no, you're talking to big guys. He used to, he used to skittle. When like we won the Rugby World Cup, guys. I was asleep in bed while my girlfriend jumped around cheering about it. That's how little I care about rugby. Well, I never. I'm not I, I drove fan. from Peterborough to Hatfield with a portable TV on my passenger seat that day Jeez. and set it up in the staff room of the bank I was working in so that I could sit there. Bearing in mind, I was only work, at work 9 till 12 that morning. And I sat I there. I sat, yeah, it was a Saturday morning. I sat there. I was working 9 till 12, couldn't get out of work. So I went to work, but I spent two hours of my 9 till 12 shift watching the rugby in the staff room on my TV that I brought in from home. Um, but yeah, it was all right. I had a beer as well. It was cracking. I just lay there thinking, keep it down, love. Try and sleep. <laughs> um, bullshit simulator of the week. Are we ready, oh, boys and girls? Come on. This one is one that I think AD will love because it's right up his street. This is Pro Cycling Manager Tour de France 2012. I'll tell you what. When you when I found out that. It wasn't. It wasn't actually cycling. It was manager. Yeah, you get to manage the team, AD. I mean, just. I assume you have complete control for giving them their blood transfusions and their drugs and whatnot. I, I, I mean, guess that's what it's about. Well, I'd be I'd be devastated if it wasn't. It would seem just pointless and ridiculous if that was the case. Has anybody told Sports Interactive that they've stolen their idea? They haven't stolen their idea, though, because football manager, um, there's actually something to manage. Whereas this is, you get, like, your team of five cyclists and you say, here, lads, tactics time. Try and ride your bike faster than those other guys. That's Don't what football fall. manager was built up <laughs> for. The football manager was just a tech demo of <laughs> pro cycling manager. Yeah. I mean, they've poured years of work into making that to get all the science right, ready for a game like this. Where, like in football manager, where you get where in. you get the shouts that you can do in the middle of the match to just like ch- <laughs> to just, just faster. Wrong, wrong way. You see, everyone else is going up the hill. Oh, don't these cycling managers aren't they the ones that are that you see in those cars with the megaphones shouting <laughs> that occasionally run cyclists over? Probably faster, faster, yeah. Faster. Oh, oh. <laughs> run someone over when the race starts. Run really, really fast. That's all they whisper in the horse's ear. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to. Uh, if you want to manage your very own Tour de France team, um, 
I assume you, I mean, you probably could do the 2011 version. You, it's, it's, it's going to be just as good, but you're not going to have the up to date teams. And as all cycling fans know, why would you want to play without a date teams? Because it's just a completely different experience. The tags for this on Amazon are Olympics 2012, Olympics. I think that was the first attempt Olympics. for the Olympics. <laughs> and then no multiplayer animations, which is just the most random tag ever. But, nice. um, then, I wonder if you actually get to watch the races or if it's just a spreadsheet thing. It, it doesn't show anything about it. it is literally, I'm, I'm going to try and find it outside of Amazon because it is just... Interestingly, whereas most of these bullshit simulator games are on PC CD-ROM, this one's actually on a PC DVD. And so there's obviously some oomph to it. They couldn't fit it all on a CD-ROM. It's available on Steam. Well, let's get, let's get that bad boy. Is there a demo? I'm just watching a YouTube video. If there's a demo, Steve, you're going to be spending the next half hour of the show playing the demo of Pro Cycling Manager Tour de France 2012. It's going to be like your surgery all over again. I can report in the meantime, while Steve is fascinating himself there with the uh, video on YouTube for that cycling crap, that um, GameSpot gave three and a half um, for Steel Battalion, and the Metacritic is sat at 43. Bloody hell. And the good, the good they say is intriguing cockpit-based connect control schematic, some neat crew moments. <laughs> the bad, yeah, that was the good. Controls do not work properly. It kind of cancels out half of the good. <laughs> Missions are poorly laid out. Battlefield intel is scarce. Enemy AI is erratic. So, yeah. It doesn't work then. It doesn't work by the looks of <laughs> Brilliant. So I'm kind of glad that I didn't have all my pennies in in one jar waiting for this to come out to save mm. the connect for me because I probably would have smashed the damn connect up instead of trading it in when I got my Vita and getting some pretty Vita games instead. Steve looks sickened by something. <laughs> I watched the teaser trailer for this two parts. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I don't know how this didn't come up at E3, but go I on. I found the game actually itself now. But all the trailer for it was was just a load of computer-generated cyclists going down a road. What and, did you expect? No, no, but hear me out. And it just follows them and follows them and follows them and then shows from like the side of the wheel and the side of the road and different angles of watching it and then just comes up with a game. So it doesn't show you the gameplay, but I've dug a little deeper and found it. And it is just watching the race still, like in a teaser trailer, You've got the odd statistic down the left-hand side telling you what speed they're going at. I think they're helping. And surely you can have no impact on it. No, you can't. There's random numbers. This person's just clicking random cyclists and getting a little bit of information about them. Cars are whizzing past them every now and again. You are just picking a random racer and it goes to them on the race. Extraordinary. Should we do the news? Yeah. Um, It's all Microsoft this week. Um... I don't know why they didn't announce some of this at E3. It shows how little regard they have for the idea of E3 now, that all this fancy news is is leaked out a couple of weeks later. It's like Nintendo announced all the interesting stuff after their E3 presentation. Microsoft have done the same, and it's like, is this a new trend? (laughs) Don't announce anything at E3 and do it all afterwards. (laughs) We're going to start off with something they haven't announced but got leaked out, which is the um, the Xbox 720 document from August 2010, which had all the shiny potential new features, a lot of which have now come to light and have been announced, like things like the smart glass 
and the I forget what else was on there. Various other bits and pieces. Blu-ray glasses. Um, yeah, all that bullshit. Um, but yeah, do we think this is what the new Xbox is going to look like, or do we think it's moved on massively since this was? I mean, this is a two-year-old document now, of course. I think it's diff- going to be difficult to ascertain whether. I think that the basic idea, I think, will be the same: is where they want to make a, a more living room friendly device shall we say Mm. um because i think that the big problem with the 360 is that it's just far too noisy to be a multimedia system it's essentially crap because it's too Mm. noisy Uh, even the 360s is too noisy and i think it's it's sort of cooling requirements isn't conducive to being particularly living room friendly Mm. um I mean, you're always taking a risk if you keep the 360 in any kind of display cabinet or anything like that because, you know, it gives off more heat than a overheating nuclear reactor. Um, so I think from that side of things, it'll be right. I think it'll probably look more like a Digibox decoder than or standard Blu-ray player type thing than it will a games console, because I think that's what the design aspects will go towards. They obviously want to make it um, a one-stop resource for all of your entertainment needs. The fact that Microsoft have kind of... They were asked about it by Eurogamer and a couple of other companies, and they've just basically said, um, we're keeping it to ourselves. You know, We're not going to talk about it. So that suggests that there is something to it, because... Surely they'd just say no otherwise or ignore it if it was irrelevant. There were a few interesting snippets of what their assumptions of what everyone else was up to as well, weren't there? They've, um, the bit that caught my eye was that they're expecting the PlayStation 4 to have Google TV built into it, which wow. I imagine that's not something they've just plucked out of the air. Um, they must have found that out somehow or have, mm. have some kind of reliable intel that tells them that's likely to happen and they don't seem particularly concerned about it either do they they've obviously got their own media apps and things that they've got in there but that's uh, that's potentially a snazzy little app to have within uh, within a well, PlayStation. Well they're bringing the, their own explorer aren't they so mm. I don't know what Microsoft are trying to do at the moment they seem to be on one angle trying to barge in on Apple which I'm not convinced is the best tactic for them. Um, and on the other, they, they don't seem to be obviously concerning themselves in dominating the gaming side of things anymore. I think that they they reckon they've probably done that with the 360, and mm. so therefore they're trying to capture a wider audience. The only worry I have, um, is, as opposed to on the forum, is that it could end up being a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none, in which case it's not going to be um, the game's console that it could be, um, simply because there'll be compromises in other areas. I'm hoping that's not the case. I don't see why it should be the case, but if they want it to have a lot broader appeal, they're going to have to make it more affordable I would say it'd have to be easily starting at a sub sub three hundred pounds mm. for the full the full Monte. Because otherwise it's not gonna be cost effective. I mean look at what happened with the PS three. I mean that if you know for this generation had everything, the Blu ray player, all the card readers built into it, you know, it came with a 
hard drive, wireless uh, wireless adaptability and everything that the 360 didn't have, but it didn't really start selling until it came down in price because mm. no one was going to pay. Well, I did because... Well, yeah, yeah you have but... to be a special kind of loser like us, Adi. I think I paid yeah. 450 quid for mine. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, nobody's going to do that unless they're a gaming nerd. Um, and that's kind of going to defeat the the objective of the next Xbox, isn't it? Because they obviously want a bigger market appeal. Mm. So I I can only assume that there's going to have to be some corners cut along along the way because otherwise how are they going to do it? How are they going to keep it at a reasonable price yet cutting edge unless they're willing to take a big a big loss on each console sold, which tends to be the trend these mm. days. So you mentioned there you mentioned there about them looking to muscle in on Apple. I'm going to jump forward a couple of stories on our running order to the uh, the Surface tablet has now been announced. Yeah. Um, which I guess is their iPad beta, or that's the idea of it anyway. Everyone's calling it the uh, iPad for losers, isn't they? Pretty much. I mean, that's the way it's been sold by all the satire, uh, science, and technology. But people if it works really brilliantly it. with the smart glass stuff, and if I mean, it's got the... I mean, Jay on the forum has been going on about the fact it's got USB ports, HDMI out. If it's got all that, and it does everything an iPad can do, plus extra, if it's a computer, but mm. it's a tablet... It looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it does look the, special. The full version, the full version, the one I'm interested in, the one that comes with the keyboard cover type thing, you know, mm. the what... Um, I think the cut-down version is doomed to fail... Mm. Um, simply because that is more tablet. Well, it is a tablet, isn't it? It's not got the yeah. keyboard thing and what have you, as I understand it. Um, I think the iPad will jump all over that because that just seems pointless to me. Um, but the the full fat version. This is what Windows 8 was built for, wasn't it? Yeah, the the full fat interests me simply because I mean my MacBook Pro laptop I'm using now is getting on a bit, and if I was going to update it. The new MacBook Pros um, are pretty much like the MacBook Air was. I mean, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're really thin. They don't have a Blu-ray drive or DVD drive built into them anymore. I think you can get them um, as add-on devices that plug into the USB, but they don't. They no longer have those as standard, and that's kind of what the MacBook Air was. Mm-hmm. Um, now. The thing is, though, the MacBook Pros have the Retina screen, and you know how good the Retina screen is on an iPhone 4S. Very pretty. They've got that is the screen they're using now on the MacBook Pros, and the resolution is some 2,000 and something by 2,000. It's ridiculous resolution on there. They say the resolution is that high. You cannot see pixels on it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, uh, but it's really expensive. I think it starts at like £1,700 starting price. Mm. That's the big area, I think, if Microsoft get the price right with the full-fat tablet, i.e., you know, we're talking of considerably less than a grand, and that might be too wishful thinking there. But then there, there could be an area for them to get into, especially as a gaming rig as well. Mm. Because from as own, you know, if the specs are what people are saying they are, you know, I mean, obviously 
And the key for that is the HDMI out as well, because you can plug it into yeah, the telly then and uh, get yeah, a controller so with it. And it's it, you, that's you're... it. Stuff like Steam, Steam games yeah. suddenly become viable. Um, it'd be a great alternative to to actually having um, uh, you know going out and buying a desktop PC or another laptop, you know, a gaming laptop or something. But you know, because the great thing about it is it doubles up as a tablet, so you're getting the best of both worlds. But I don't know. Uh, you see, people don't like Windows nine, Windows. Keep calling it ninety eight, <laughs> Windows eight. Um, there are already laptops you can get where you can take the screen off. Our lecturer at uni had one, and we all just laughed at him. Awful. It was awful. I mean, this looks a hundred thousand times better. That was, that was the better. Dell, the little Dell yeah. netbook where you could flip the screen around. Yeah, and it was but I mean, yeah, there are the, already ones that run on. Windows they that... had them in my last job, and they had a really nasty habit of blowing the uh, motherboards up. Hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping this does well because I think it has a lot of potential long term, and I'm a little bit concerned for their sake that it'll only take Apple doing something similar, but their way to for people to jump back on their side. Apple like the Apple. What Apple are really good at is telling you what you want. Well, I was going to say, the uh, propaganda's already out at the moment. Yeah, they, the first they, article I found was, Microsoft unveiled new tablet for uncool people. And it says, <laughs> IT industry analyst said, this is a shrewd move from Microsoft. When you think about it, there's far, far more uncool people in the world than cool people. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, um, brilliant. And, yeah, so the propaganda's already there. They are really rinsing this, um, even though it does look cool. It, does look like something that I will want. Mm. I Microsoft know. have a bad reputation compared to Apple in terms of public opinion, which Definitely. you know. Uh, let's let, you know. I mean, I'm I'm an Apple fan, but they do bad things as well. And you know, Apple have exactly the same way marketing. Their stuff costs a lot of money. They're not cheap, mm-hmm. um, and they will act like they've invented the wheel. Every time they release something, I mean, you know, the iPod, they didn't invent that. It's an MP3 player, but because they branded it as an iPod and it's like you say to somebody now, you know, um, who invented MP3 players, most people would probably say Apple, even though they didn't. I mean, they mm. were around for a long time before the iPod. I'd say Alan Sugar, although it's not right. <laughs> to, it wasn't. Kindle, it wasn't though. actually asking you the question. You didn't have to. <laughs> no, what an I'm saying is, it's yeah, it's like it's whoever can market something the best. And the one worry is that was where Steve Jobs really did excel because he had that cool, laid-back image. You know, he'd go out and he'd pull over in his jeans and he'd sit there in his chair, and you know, it was all very relaxed. And everybody's like, "Oh, wow, that's great!" So. Uh, going forward with Apple, it's going to be very interesting to see how they respond. I mean, the, the Apple turned around and said, we're never going to put Flash in on our mobile devices because it's power-hungry and it's a, a security risk. And, you know, everybody around at that time, Android, Microsoft, you know, when they came out with their phones and stuff, I think Android made the marketing thing, didn't they, where they had, um, was it the superheroes? And they said the difference between superheroes on Android and superheroes on um, um, Apple products. Um, 
and they had the Flash missing out of mm. the Apple one. Um, you know, ours has Flash with it and stuff. But Steve Jobs said Flash will Flash will die off and go away when HT, you know HTML5 will take off, and slowly but surely that's what's happened. So they tend to dictate the market a lot better. So I'm going to be interested to see how they respond because we know that the iPad that they released wasn't the full full version. Mm. It wasn't. That's not a full version. Sorry, it's not a full um, update, is it? It's like an interim. It's not an iPad 3. They went to great lengths to say that it's not iPad 3. And I almost wonder, have they got wind of this? And almost force Microsoft to reveal their hand, and then they can sit back and say, "Right, when we release the iPad 3, we're going to literally blow this thing out of the water," because they already have the market. I mean, they already have the tablet market sewn up, don't they? I mean, the iPad is phenomenal in mm. terms of its success, just like the iPhone. Um, so Microsoft are playing catch up, and it's going to be interesting to see see what they do i like the idea of the i like the idea of the full version of this this tablet this surface thingy um, yeah if uh, if, I, if microsoft want to send us any um it's similar yeah. to similar to the ipad appeal um from early on um apple never did send us any um, yeah it's they, an opportunity so yeah microsoft, microsoft. If, if you want us to big up your surface tablet and um, we'll have three of the full fat ones please yeah, I think um, actually no, make it four because then Steve can have one as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did think four. <laughs> I knew I won't get one. <laughs> well, one, one each for me and Adi, and one to give away to the listeners. Because <laughs> um, you'd only break it anyway, because you're a I moron. Um, now all this fancy Microsoft stuff. Um, while all this is going on, they're still fanning about with Motorola, Motorola um, around this royalty thing. Um, They've rejected yeah, I, the latest offer, which was two and a quarter percent of each Xbox sold. Uh, Microsoft have on. just rejected. They rejected that. Motorola made an offer to Microsoft for how much Microsoft can pay Motorola. That's yes. kind of what as I'm understanding this. That's which right, is a really yeah. weird thing, isn't it? Normally, it's the other way around. Yeah. Microsoft have kind of said no, which kind of makes you think that our Motorola's sort of beginning to wobble a bit now, and they're like, um, "Okay, million joint deal." Though they're, they're saying that we'll we'll pay you a bit. We'll pay you thirty three cents for what we need off you if you pay us fifty cents and two point two five percent of what you need from us. So it's kind of like it's a game of cat and mouse, isn't it? They'll go mm. back and forth until it's, the daft thing is, is that yeah, I mean. You've got to be careful about biting the hand that feeds you at the end of the day. And it's very difficult. You know, even Apple products use Microsoft software in some form or another. Mm. Um, you've, I mean, the, the irony of things is, is that Microsoft actually saved Apple way, way back when Apple was really struggling. You've got to be careful about biting the hand that feeds you. I mean, even Apple don't play silly buggers with microsoft i mean they they the competition between both of them is almost like a a, a healthy respect mm, it's um, Pepsi, isn't it? well, yeah google no, they, come they, along they, and buy motorola just to be able to do this to microsoft because <laughs> yeah. google are right pains in the ass yeah. we're the ones whose motto is don't be evil yeah <laughs> but be really yeah. really litigious and 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, since they they got hold of YouTube, you know, it's like there's a list as long as your arm of things you can and can't do on there. Um, because they, I mean, YouTube never had any litigation because they never had any assets before Google bought them. And Google, obviously, are a very, very wealthy company, so they can be sued. Um <laughs> panic because they're constantly under threat mm. of being sued for copyright infringement so you know you makes you wonder why the hell did they want to buy youtube in the first place because <laughs> they want to own everything well it's advertising isn't yeah. it they get a huge amount of advertising revenue on there which is why they constantly they they mither me not via email but when i go to upload videos they keep wanting you know the monetization they call it and essentially, it's them putting um, like the little pop-up adverts at the bottom of the videos, or putting um, a video uh, a video advert that runs that you know you can skip after five seconds. Yeah, you yeah. see them sometimes um, before then, just simply to you know get me to. Aidy's um, not to sell out to the man. Well, no, because once you do that, you you. You're at you the lose mercy. your soul, lady. That's what happens when well, you do that. It's not that. They, they impose these very rigid sanctions on you. And if somebody flags up your account for a copyright infringement, which anybody can do, um, you lose that monetization privilege. Now, anybody can do that. I mean, I had somebody flag up a copyright infringement on my account for one of my videos. And this, com- this company that did it, they subsequently withdrew it because I called them out on youtube and a few other people did as well they were a company that would go around and flag up these random videos they held no copyright at all they were it was a scam artist because if you go to contest um any sort of copyright infringement you have to give over your personal details if you want to contest it and that they can then get hold of them personal details and they start sending you all sorts of spam and advertising and all that kind of crap and that's why they were doing it and i think they got clobbered in the end for doing it but even though that was um an invalid claim i would lose the monetization so it just wasn't worth it i didn't want that headache mm. to be perfectly honest I've i mean mess around with us like ages ago and i had adverts on there one of my mates thought it was going to be really helpful by clicking the links about a million times and straight away they were like right you're off and they, yeah they're very very quick to get rid of it i kind of thought can you not just remove all of his clicks via you know any of his ip no. address but no straight off ruined for everyone I mean, it wasn't his fault he didn't know he thought it was being helpful probably was the same, the same mate by, yeah. bloody hell <laughs> um that won't make sense for anyone because you're not going to hear that until the end of the episode but at the yeah. end of the episode steve tells a little story about, about a mate and friend. i i assume it's the same guy yeah, because he, uh, yeah, he seems to have a habit of trying to defeat your uh, plans for making money, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's because he, he becomes a time traveller in an alternate universe. We establish this later on. Um, something else Microsoft are up to, the cheeky little scamps. Um, achievements. Remember when they were first touted? What, 40, <laughs> oh, yeah. 50 years ago? Um, and at the time, we were going to be able to spend them or something along those lines. Well, it turns and that out. Sort of fell eight, by the wayside. Is it eight years later? Seven, eight years <laughs> seven later? Seven years. Um, 
achievements are now going to be traded in. Well, I don't know if they're traded in or whether you get a certain amount of Microsoft points for your achievement points or whatever, but it's all tied into the rewards program that already exists. Um, and basically, depending on how many achievement points you get or you earn, um, you're going to get some Microsoft points to go and spend. Um, so it's finally happened. Um, I think this this is also known as shit PlayStation Plus looks good. What are we going to do? I think that's mm-hmm. what they called this this policy. Yeah. Do you think it'll be anyone over a certain threshold will get access to stuff for free to buy more games? They've not really released any details, but yeah. the only thing that has come out is that you are going to get actual Microsoft points the way you do in the reward program at the moment. But it, it doesn't yes. make any... If you spend them, like say they did it tomorrow and you spent them, yeah. you're going to end up with less points than me because you've spent all your points on a Ferrari I don't think that's what will happen. No, I don't think you're spending your achievement like points, no. Right. Yeah, you... you what will happen is, this is how I figure it, because they'll also want to incentivize people to buy multi-format releases on the 360 as well. Mm. It'll be, you get, you know, 50 achievements in Modern Warfare, no, what is it, Black Ops 2, uh, you'll get something like 20 um, Microsoft points for that. So you won't be actually losing your achievements. It just means that once you hit a threshold in your achievements... It will it will reward you with X number of points, um, which is pretty much how it works now in terms of when you do the the, the sort of um, questionnaires and surveys. Thing, they? Yeah. So it'll work along them same lines because if you look at that, if you look at the rewards program, it will say if you buy this game um or you know if you buy like it'll be there'd be something for the summer of arcade it'll, if you buy three summer of arcade games i know you get the the points reward don't you for that you get don't you yeah get, so it'll work along them lines you know if you buy modern buy the prestige or super duper edition of modern warfare um or black ops or halo 4 or something like that um you know you'll get probably like a hundred points or something that's how it'll be incentivized it's just really be to get people to buy the games and play them more often on the 360 than on the ps3 so be no reward for anyone who has spent a lot already it's only going to be I once it's rolled out we all start at null, which is a shame really because surely people like <clears throat> especially uad who's got like a mountain i mean and you actually you have got a mountain <laughs> surely you they should be get, rewarding might get a, a one-off bit. If you've got a, if you've got like you might get a hundred points for every ten thousand. That'd go down nicely, AD. It would go down nicely with me, sure, yeah. But probably won't be that. It might be fifty points or something. You never know. But you might get something like that. But you're not going to get a proper retrospective thing because there's people out there that have got over a hundred thousand Microsoft mm. points. It, it'd be a, it'd be a nightmare. I mean, how would you how would you retrospectively do it? Um, It'd be really, really difficult, and everyone will just go running out and buying that bloody Avatar game, won't they? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> thousand um, points in five you, minutes. You touched on the summer of arcade there, and that is starting in a couple of weeks. Um, 18th of July, the first one is out. That's Tony Hawk in HD. Um, I don't know if it's a, yeah. I don't know if it's a fancy new one or just one of the old ones that's been HD. No, it's the original Tony. Oh, Hawk. okay. That's a good soundtrack. Twelve hundred points. That's going to be. Um, which seems to be the new benchmark price for a uh, for an arcade game, which is a bit of a shame because it was 800 before. Um, but I think Trials Evolution spoiled that for everyone. Um, it's only 1200. It's awesome now. 
Oh yeah, I should imagine I shall get it. And then there's a load more, one each week, and there's a load of other ones that I have not yet heard of, but I will do some reading about before Bullshit they appear. Bullshit Racketeer game, the Angry Birds ripoff that comes out on the 25th of July. Magic. Oh, that's the Connect one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I won't bother with that one. Nonsense. Um, on first inspection, it looks a little bit weaker than the spring version of this. That I think had I Am Alive and Alan Wake and a couple of others um, that were all quite good. Um, this one looks a bit weaker, but we shall see. Um, it might end up being super awesome. I'll have a read about them over the next few weeks and see which ones I've got my eye on. Um, and also, Microsoft, um, their last last bit of Microsoft news for the week, they put a massive discount on some crappy old games that we all played ages ago. Um, 70% discount on games on demand. AD, believe it or not, you know Rockstar Table Tennis, which you can get in game for like 50p? <laughs> My God. You can get it yeah. in game for 50p pre-owned, yeah? You can now get that for a fiver on games on demand. Can you oh, believe that's it? that's worth it. What a bargain, eh? I read through that. And you don't have to have that pesky case or instruction manual or anything. Cameo as well. Um, I think they've basically taken the entire launch lineup and knocked it down to a fiver. Yeah, I think which, Perfect um, Dark Zero's in there yeah. too. Someone needs to remind uh, Microsoft that this is the same launch lineup that you can pick up the entire launch lineup for less than a fiver in total pre-owned. Well, you can pick them up for for a couple of quid on eBay, so yeah, exactly. and you get the actual full version of the game in terms, like you say, you get the book, the manual, and the disc rather than just the downloaded yeah. version. I've never understood the the point in digital distribution how people can ever suggest it's going to work until it gets cheaper than the physical copies well, i'm not indeed. expecting them to compete I, against ebay point. but you if, know if buying you, and brain you brought that in the shop it would cost you more in petrol not very much and yeah, we know they're not even competitive with amazon including uh, postage well ad play sony are listening to you because they've done something that is pretty awesome and mm. um, they've discounted a load of their vita games and um, they actually are undercutting retail. Yeah, you, isn't Unit Rayman, 13 Rayman like 14. Origins, Rayman Origins and Unit 13, 20, yeah. 20 quid a pop. Um, and there's also a discount code for Unit 13 as well, which isn't doing the rounds. It brings it down to 15. And it has a further discount for PlayStation Plus, Plus members. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, like less than half price. Yeah. I was speaking to someone on Twitter the other day who was looking to pick up Rayman Origins on the Vita. Um, and it's still 30 quid in game. And... Um, They've, they noticed it was 20 quid and they're still holding out because they want the manual and I'm saying to them look 20 quid for Rayman Origins is a bloody the manual there's no manuals online yeah that's what I said yeah um, so really so, I'm tempted to pick up unit 13 if I can get that for under 15 quid I quite fancied this when it came out what two months ago for 40 yeah. quid um, so these uh, this if this is the way digital stuff's going fair play to you Sony you are shitting over the competition again with all this digital stuff you're up to and I can see that working. Yeah. You know, uh, people will say, what well, bloody hell, you know. <clears throat> if I can get him from a saving over, if I can get him, it's like a 60% saving, yeah. then of it, course it makes it worthwhile. If you've and the got a Vita and you haven't played Rayman Origins, pick it up for 20 quid because it's well worth it. It's yeah, you've game. got to. It's one of the best games for it. Yeah. Don't sit there moaning. There's no games for it if you haven't got Rayman Origins. Yeah, exactly. It's a beautiful, wonderful, amazing game. Yeah. Um, Talking of beautiful, wonderful, amazing things, um, this isn't one of them because it's Old Trafford. Um, 
Hey. So, <laughs> no, actually, one of my finest football memories was at Old Trafford. Yeah, I was so thinking, I'll allow yeah, that. as you said it. Although, um, I must say, this, the stadium this, is you, What you're about to say, though, this is, an abs- this is incredible, and so, I just hang my head in shame. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's <laughs> built it in Minecraft, and not Minecraft on the PC. They built it in Minecraft on the Xbox 360. This game that you've spent 10 million hours on, AD. Why haven't you making Old Trafford? Everybody... Uh, Jay said the same thing. He, yeah, I know. I sent a put the picture up on my Facebook account of what I'd built so far, and he just said, "With well, the amount of time you spent on that, I'm surprised you haven't built this." And I was expecting it something you know built on the PC that was utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And then I looked at this. I thought, "God, you know that's amazing." And you know, at that point when I was looking at this video, I'm thinking, "I'm taking comfort here, and this is on the PC." And then I noticed it was on the 360, and I was just like, "How?" <laughs> <laughs> That's it's incredibly it. detailed, though, isn't it? I thought it was only <laughs> inside, but it's inside and outside. Yeah, yeah. It is <laughs> amazingly detailed and Jesus. superb. And I mean, that is. I don't just... remember the massive sea outside of it, though. That's where we parked. Ah. Is Eddie gone? No, I'm here. I'm, he's, I'm, he's, he's looking out his window. Yeah. See here? <laughs> I say it and then he just washes away. Um, yeah, so if you haven't checked out the YouTube video of it, um, I think there's a link to it on the forum. There's a link. Uh, it's all over the internet because it's bloody oh. impressive. It's, and, um, it's made me want to get back into Minecraft yeah. and, and persist with building my giant 80s face. Um, <laughs> the, the, the other thing... I, I, I haven't got a link to the video of it. When I mean, it was some time ago, this was definitely on the PC. It was somebody recreated um, the world from Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time? Mm, I've seen. And um, that was that was absolutely incredible. I mean, they'd even built Link and some other NPCs as well. Um, loads of places from Game of Thrones and Midgar from Final Fantasy 7 which both of them are huge 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 like much bigger but I needed to do it on PC surely boring nerd um, <laughs> that's part of the thing I mean I don't, I'd sit there and I don't have the imagination to do it I'd, I'll sit there and think you don't oh, have the imagination to copy something no I know I don't think oh I'll go make that I sit there and I why think why don't you make your own house your own street That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I might try my own house first and see how it goes, and then if I leave, make the room. entire street, and then make the route to my house, and then learn how to walk it, so I don't have to give you a lift home ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that's a little treat for me and Sheepdog. Hell yeah. um, Portal Two is being given away to teachers for use in classrooms, um, which is awesome. Um, you get to use the level developer stuff, and I'm really, I love the idea of teaching using portal 2 as my tool i want it to become uh known as science i, this is I science. want i want my lessons to be on the kids timetables just it won't be ict it'll just be portal lessons and that's going to be me and i'm going to be in there in my classroom with my portal gun and all my portal nerdy stuff i'll take my companion cube in <laughs> and i will just be the portal teacher and i'll be all over that um oh, so fair play valve that is awesome it's very awesome um Something EA have noticed that AD hasn't had a rant at them for a little while. Yeah. So they've decided to poke the bear by agreeing with me about something. Because they're predicting free-to-play future. Um, whereby AD, even the big AAA ones will be free. And people, bullshit. And people... This is EA saying yeah. it. Um, and people, bullshit. But it makes sense, eh, Bomb? doesn't. We've had this discussion, and I'm not discussing it with you again. Because <laughs> as I, I was proven right... 
Battlefield 3 fiasco has proven me right, and I don't need to say anything <laughs> else. EA have turned into the great Satan of video gaming, <laughs> and they will fail. And they even admitted themselves that they try out all of these things and they don't expect all of them to work. There was an interview, I think, was it Peter Moore? Is he in that? They used yeah. to be the Microsoft head cheese. Yeah, he's the man. And he kind of admitted they're trying different things, but they don't expect everything to come off because that's the nature of the beast. So it's, it's, It does sound like it would work, though, a little bit. I mean, if they sort of give you a little crack at FIFA and then say if you pay... Well, Sheeples, we've discussed this. Look what happened. They tried... Look what happened. What happened with the Euro, the Euro add-on? It was pants. And it was, wasn't the full version. It was cut down, and in the end, it was a waste of time. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Look what they've done with Battlefield 3. They've completely ruined it. I suppose the, the downside to it is they won't... If they know that everything's getting made for the game that everyone has to buy to own a game, like that, that's going to be in your £60 or your £50 or your £30. They're going to put lots of effort in. Whereas if, if they're making it and they're saying, right, we're only going to get the money from the people that want this, are they going to put as much effort in for all of the things? I mean, if that's a little bit of a worry for me. If, if they're not really sure someone's going to... I mean, even the DLC, they're not sure it's going to... It's never as good as the actual game, is it? It's, I say never, it sometimes is better, but it it's not trying to appeal to everyone. It's trying to appeal to a small amount of people, and it might turn out that they spend a lot less time and effort on stuff. Um, remember Draw Something? <laughs> that game, what was very popular for about, what, 20 minutes a few months ago? Yeah, that defines 15 minutes of fame, surely. Mm. Um, and it got bought for, what, $200 million. Mm. And um, was it Zynga who bought it? Was it Zynga? Yeah. And they, they're now shitting yeah. themselves that they've lost $200 million. Well, they've got a solution, so don't worry. It's going to be a TV show. It's going <laughs> to redefine game shows. Um, I guess people are going to be drawing on telly and guessing stuff. But apparently it's going to include the social networking stuff on it as well. So... You'll be able to interact with the TV show via your phone or your tablet. And uh, it sounds, was, sounds awful. It's not just what anyone bringing it to the TV, TV show. That was, that was out years ago there, there they were drawing stuff. Win, lose or draw? Or was it that one with the famous people on it? Yeah, celebrity win, lose or draw, AD. They were different shows. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this isn't just any old hacks cobbling together a show full of Z-listers who... Did you say Z-list? It's America, so I'm going for Z-list. No, I know it's Z-list. No, try again. All right, Z-list celebrities. Um, I just thought... I'm thinking like them here. It's not just any old morons. These these are the fine people who brought you the Glee Project. Wow. Keeping up with the Kardashians. And who wants to be a millionaire? Matey off of um, American Idol, isn't it? I don't know, really. The presenter Just guy. Just a load of bullshit programs. Seabiscuit, or whatever his name is. Ryan Seacrest. There we go. Yeah, his name's Seabiscuit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not like biscuit. <laughs> Just sounds like Scourge of the Earth scum trying to find another Scourge of the Earth scum bullshit TV show to fill people's minds with shit and waste your time <laughs> until you fucking die and shuffle off this earth with a life of meaningless bollocks. That's what it's Do you know what, Sheeps? I couldn't have put it better myself. I heartily agree with you there. But uh, Sheepdog will look at it if it's on. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll watch it. <laughs> no, and he'll claim it isn't watching it. He'll claim he's looking in the opposite direction. But will be able to give you a blow-by-blow, play-by-play, full, full-on description of what was going on 
what was people were wearing and what they looked like. Hey, but he will claim he was looking at his computer in the opposite direction at the time. I said to you, oh, they're the people who did the Kardashians, apparently. I don't know who they are. And you went, didn't she get famous from banging some guy? And then went off on this elaborate story of telling me who she was. And that's, I don't know who she banged, who it was. Does that just happened now? Because I didn't hear any of that. Kim Kardashian. I don't know who she is. She's the one with the big ass. Couldn't picture her. Big ass. No. She was over here not that long ago. Or she might even still be over here. (laughs) She's locked in his spare room. (laughs) His room. He's been playing Minecraft for weeks. You just hear this muffled scream every now and again. (laughs) But yeah, who is she? Nobody. She was was obviously famous enough to have her plastered all over Marble Arch. If she snuffed it, all over the give a shit. Wankers on, wankers on Twitter would give a shit, and that's about it. Oh, there's all our tweet followers gone. Well, <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not saying everyone on Twitter is a wanker. That's not Just... what I said. Anyway, um, this is quickly becoming the longest show we've ever done. Um, so some quick fire game rumours, announcements, etc. Um, there's rumours of that game company bundle coming out on the PlayStation 3 in August, just in time for Steve to buy it, um, with Flow, Flower and Journey all on one Blu-ray, sounds good. which sounds bitching. Buy that. If you, as soon as you get PlayStation 3, get that bought, because they're all excellent Wanna games, my wife in front apart of from Flow, which was a bit shit. But Flower <laughs> no, Flow was good. Yeah. Flow Flo- was Flower and Journey were awesome. Flow was they were they were better, but Flow was good. You have to remember it was like one of the earliest games that came out ever. using the six axis thing. Yeah. Actually, it's probably the only game that ever used the six axis <laughs> thing. That and Heavenly Sword. Yeah. Um, the Saints Row Saints Row Three expansion pack that we talked about a few weeks ago is now not a Saints Row Three expansion pack. It's actually become part of what will become Saints Row Four. Um, so forget that that ever existed. says a lot about that game that's going to be crazy because <laughs> Dominatrix sounded ridiculous it did um, but that's now been put back and it's part of Saints Row 4 another thing you need to buy on your Playstation 3 when you get your sheepdog Akami HD coming to Playstation 3 in the autumn that was a bloody good game that was one of the best games on Playstation 2 and a HD yeah. version of that will be gorgeous because that was a very pretty game at the time anyway um, Final Fantasy 7 is coming to Steam I saw this um, who cares I chuckled at cloud saves i'm assuming they're going to do something gimmicky there only losers know what you mean yeah carry on and sonic adventure 2 is coming to xbox live arcade and playstation network i just found my dreamcast copy of this i might have a crack at that over the next week so it's time for our new feature, our question and answer session. Um, yeah, what's this? No, no really bullshit voting of the week thing going no, on? There hasn't been, and um, I, for one, am already missing it, because I haven't had a poll. We've given Steve his new complicated job that he's cu- gradually coming to terms with. I've been doing all right this week. I've, I've got, got all of Andy's videos all questions up. from everywhere. Got all the articles up eventually, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because now, instead of insulting all the listeners as a combined group, you get to insult each one individually. Week I am by looking week. forward to that. I really am looking mm. forward to that. We've had a massive response to this. We've had over 20 questions. We ain't going to get through them all this week. Um, please keep them coming, though. Any that don't get read out this week will be on future episodes. And there was one guy who sent us like 10 or 12 which questions, is awesome. yeah, I mean, which is brilliant because they're all good questions. And we just, we're just we spreading you out week by week, and you're going to be a permanent feature of the show for as long as those questions last. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, please keep them coming. They're all brilliant. We'll get through as many as we can. Um, we don't know how many that's going to be. We're basically going to limit limit it according to when we get bored of answering them, and we'll just t- stick them over onto future shows. Um, but please keep them coming. Keep them all coming in, and we will get through them all eventually because mm-hmm. it looks like good fun. Um, the first one we received um, from a chap by the name of Tank Badger. Um, which game are you each best at? So he's not talking genre, types of game, but specifically, if you had to pick one game to show that you were good at video games, which one would you pick? Sheepdog. Ah, oh, I knew you were going to ask me first. Because you haven't even thought about it, have you? I have thought about it, and I'm not good at any game. Um, I keep well, thinking of things like Mario Kart. I'm quite bitching at that. If I, if I get a group of people together and we're playing like maximum amount of people possible... I'm usually still in the top two regardless of the group. But I know if I say that, next time I'm in a group, say we had a meet-up Mario Kart came on, I'd probably finish last every time. I just, I wouldn't be confident to say I could take on anyone. I'm just generally good at it. What about the one you're worst at? Because that was the flip side to his question. If you had to show just how bad you are at games. Oh, that'd be much easier. But I'm... Uh... While you while AD and you do your best <laughs> one, I'll think of something that I'm just generally terrible. Come on then, AD, what are you showing off with? And if you say Unreal Tournament, I'm hunting you down. Doom. Ah, good one. I do, you've never mentioned Doom before, is this? Is this, <laughs> is this one that you're quite fun? Well, I've played it on... Well, I, I actually think now I have played it on every single format out there. I know the game inside out. Um... I think I'm number one ranked in all my friends on Xbox Live on it oh, by quite a distance switch. as well. well um, I suppose that'll do then, won't it? That probably does the job. Yeah. Um, I struggled to think of any real game. Uh, my first thought was Football Manager, um, but that yeah. doesn't really show I'm good at games. That just know, means I know how Football Manager works. Um, and then I thought Buzz, because I've never lost a game of Buzz. But really, that just shows I've got pointless general knowledge. And again, it's nothing to do with games. The only gaming bit is the fact that I press the buttons faster than everyone else <laughs> to get the right answer. Um, and I'm, I think I'm going with Buzz. I know it's not like a proper video game, but I've had that game for like four years now. And I've played it with no end of people. And I have won every game of Buzz I have ever played. Um, so I'm, I'm going with Buzz. And um, even though it's not a real game, but it just shows I am shit at games. Worst game, Metal Gear Solid. I'm so bad at stealth. I played that for a good few hours trying to get into it and got shot to shit <laughs> because I'm no good at stealth. My uh, my worst game is Unreal Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. There's been so many. Uh, worst game... Probably a beat 'em up, I would say something like Street Fighter 2. I struggle with that game even on easy for some reason. I, I mean, I can play Mortal Kombat, I can play the, the Virtual Fighter games, but for some reason, I just know that I would get battered. Probably. I want to play you at Street Fighter 2 now. I've never yeah. beaten you at anything. Uh-huh. I want to have a go at this. I, We're having a, have you got it on the Xbox? I Yes, I think I do, yeah. We're having this. Kev versus AD. I need yeah, to learn. what happens Someone if you get beat? I know, I will do. Someone teach me to play Street Fighter 2. I don't even know the buttons. Yeah, you're <laughs> I don't even know the buttons. I don't know how to do the... Is it the Hadouken? I know how to do the that the little fella who slaps you a lot with his long arm. I can do that. That's just punch. No, the one with the really long arm. Yeah. It goes to slap, 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 slap. Oh, slap. E-Honda. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I can do it's that. 100 right, hand sure. slap. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. I'll do that one on you. Isn't that just pressing? I don't repeatedly? know, but I, yeah. I remember I was playing against um, 
I was round a mate's house a few years ago, and we were all sort of all playing that. And basically, I wasn't allowed to be that character anymore because I was shit at the game. You know, except when I was him, and I would just spam that move, and they couldn't counter it. For you know, some if reason. you were Chan Li instead, you could just do the kick button repeatedly the same way, and she'd do the same move with her leg. Yeah, but what kind of pervert would play as a woman? And if you just played as Blanca, you could do the same button as the uh, female wrestler, sorry. and you'll just—is it Blanca or something like that? I said Blanca. I thought it was something else. Oh, sorry, um, <laughs> I thought you were criticising the way I said his name. But um, if you press the same button, it'll just do the electric move where you can't touch him or you well, don't. I never shoot dogs. So there you go. Um, Scott O'Dempsey has got in touch with us um, and he's a, he's a kindred spirit of mine <laughs> I'm not very good at playing games I play games for the storyline such as Uncharted Assassin's Creed and there's nothing I hate more than getting stuck in a game I've paid a lot of money for I think there should be a very easy slash storyline setting for those who are rubbish at games so my question is what do you think about difficult settings in games and I am completely in agreement with you Scott I hate paying for a game and getting to the point where I can't do it anymore. What I was talking about with um, Enslaved earlier, that's exactly the point I've got to, where I keep dying. I don't want to play that game anymore, but I want to see how the story ends. I deliberately play games on the easiest setting all the time, not necessarily because the hardest settings would be too hard, but because, A, I absolutely despise repeating myself. Grand Theft Auto is the one I always bring up, and that's why I've never finished a Grand Theft Auto game, because you always get to the point where you're constantly repeating stuff. But, yeah, I want to I wanna have fun and play for the story and get my money's worth and see the entire game. Uh, so, for me, a very easy or a storyline setting, I'm all over that, and I think it should be in every game. I think that um, I always play in normal mode, I've said before, because I want to see the game how the people who made it intended it to be. So I don't want any, I don't want it leaned back. I don't want it made hard. I just want it how they dished it out, basically. But um, I think I like it when games have an option to make it easier in game. So you might be playing along in normal. I mean, Gears of War is that, doesn't it? You can play along and suddenly mm. go, oh, I want to make it harder. I want to make it easier. L.A. Noire had that, didn't it? Where yeah. it took it in a step further even, where um, if you failed the same mission three times, you had the option to skip it entirely and move on to the next one, which again, I thought that was a nice feature. If that had been in all the Grand Theft Auto games, and even in Red Dead Redemption, another game I never got to finish, if that had been there, and I could have just skipped the bullshit bit I didn't want to do, I would have then gone on and got my money's worth from the game and actually seen the whole thing, which is... Some people like the challenge, obviously, but some people just want well, then give, yeah let yeah, them have exactly. the harder so difficulty saying but let me see my full 40 pounds worth of game that i'm missing out on in probably 90 percent of the games that i play because i so very rarely finish a game you got anna now there she can do it well yeah i still get to see the game but only by watching her play <laughs> Aidy, what about you um i think i have an average a lot of games are far easier than they used to be um and I think that the most games do have difficulty settings that are scalable to your to your abilities. Um, I don't know. I'm, I think that I think certain games are too easy, and I, there's very few games these days that I don't get to the end of that I start playing. It just seems a matter of of procedure, um, of just methodically going through it. Whereas I can think of many retro games I never saw the end of because they were too bloody hard. Mm. Um, but do you did you prefer it like that then, or would you prefer it now? I mean, I I hate not finishing a game. I hate it when they get too hard and when I just get stuck and keep redoing something. It really gets on my nerves. On the one hand, yes, I do like being able to finish the games. Um, essentially, because like you say, most are story driven now anyway. So I mean, if you didn't get to finish the game, you'd never get to finish the story. Um. But at the same time, I also think there's a degree of 
dumbing down going on with them as well. Um, There's quite a few funny videos up on YouTube. There was one in particular, I think I may have linked it onto the forum, um, where it was like if Quake was made um, today, and it kind of showed you, you know, constantly being told what buttons to press to open doors, you know, the the bloody cutscenes that interfere with it and the quick time events and stuff like that. And it, it kind of showed you really how it would have dramatically made the original Quake a load of crap. And I think that that is one of the things that does annoy me. I do get the feeling that a lot of the time it's like, um, and I put it up on Twitter today. I think um, Cliffy B mentioned it. Like you say, mentioned Cliffy B had said they become more linear and easy, um, and they do seem like a big tutorial in some cases because you're always told what button to press, and it, it to me takes away a degree of skill. Um, do you not hate though finding out late on in a game that there was a button that did the thing you? You've been doing the annoying way or not. Been or something I really hate is when you go back to a game after a few months and you can't remember what the button is yeah. and it doesn't tell you. I've got nothing against, like, Mass Effect all the way through. It tells you what button to press to open yeah, the well, door. Well, that's what the instruction book's there for. I don't look at an instruction yeah, book, AD. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, at the same time, I never had a floor of the modern-day game, though. That, that's the floor of the modern-day gamer. Um, you know, it's because you spoon-fed it all the time. If you weren't, you would. You'd, you'd look at the, the control guide and pick up from there. I mean, that's what I do. If I've, if I've not played something like Skyrim for a while, I'll just have a quick glance at the control guide in the book and then I'll have <laughs> really? go again. Wow. But that's because, you know, being sort of more old-school gamer, mm-hmm. where you didn't even get a tutorial. I mean, you just you had to read the book to find mm-hmm. out what the controls did. You had to program it in. I think the only time I've ever looked in a manual was in Football Manager to find my name in it, and that's it. I don't, <laughs> I don't ever remember opening a manual to a video game. It's, it's just the different... I mean, the irony is, is a lot of the old games, you'd probably be able to figure the controls out anyway because it was only tended to be three, four buttons on the control pad anyway. Mm-hmm. So it, that's the kind of the irony. Um, but I do think... I do think it's problematic. I don't like being constantly told, press X to open the door. It's like, I know every time you come up to a door, press X to open the door. Sometimes that's helpful so that you know that it's a bleeding door. <laughs> I mean, in certain games, they're so bad, um, like it all merges, and you only know that there's a frigging door there if, you pre- if it tells you to press X, mm. which I find a lot, and that does annoy me. So, you know. I just think, you know, it's... it's the suppose horses for courses. I don't particularly like it because I don't like being treated like a raving lunatic or you know a complete, <laughs> a complete incompetent every time I start playing on a game. I do Whereas like I am it. a complete incompetent and need them to hold my hand. No, I don't think. So. I think that if you if it wasn't there, you wouldn't use it. That's... Really? If it wasn't yeah. there, I wouldn't use it. Very. No, what I mean is, that handheld gameplay wasn't there. Sorry, you would you wouldn't miss. You'd get used to, you know, a more. You don't learn anything. You're not learning to play a game, though. That's the thing, because you're constantly being told what to do every five seconds, and that to me is just ridiculous. Talking of things that are ridiculous, hmm. J.C. Denton has uh, sent us a question. Do you guys invert the y-axis when playing games? Mm. Um, now, I can't speak for these two, but personally, 
I'm not a pervert, so I don't. <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't get the notion of pulling down to look up in a first-person shooter. Some old PS1 games had it built in. I'm sure they did. Or yeah. I remember you playing could, Middle you, of Honor. You could revert them, though. I always reverted them. Because I just think that is weird. Chase, if you want to look up, pilot. you look up. He might be a pilot, you never know. He's the guy who won yeah, Portal 2. you're not two. flying a plane, are you, in the first person? No, but shoot. he might be so used to uh, up being down and down being up that, he, you know, he, he, it goes into his games for him. That's he, is, um, he, is, <laughs> he is the guy who's responsible for this Q&A section, I've just realised. He's the guy who won Portal 2 off of us last week. Um, he does actually mention in his question, everyone I know thinks this is ridiculous. You know some wise people, sir. Kev thinks you're a uh, pervert. When I sent him the message, he went, this guy's just a pervert. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't understand it. You know, if you, yeah, you, you live in topsy-turvy world where right is wrong and good is bad and what, what's wrong with you, you pervert? Um, I, I, don't, I don't get it myself I, I it doesn't make any sense to me and that goes even for pc gaming i would push forward on the mouse to look up and pull towards me to look down mm. uh, because it's the natural action isn't it you put mm. your hand up and your hand down might not be for some people though to be fair I my first pc gaming experience was on the first pc we got and it had a copy of descent with it and um that controlled it this way and my only memory of that game is i spent for three or four days in a row i spent several hours trying to get started in that game and i would just end up upside down on the ceiling <laughs> and i couldn't do it and that's partly why i despise pc gaming so I much think today this is partially the reason why i assumed that all games like that made me feel sick or i assumed all first person games made me feel ill and i reckon it's because my brain can't cope with the up and down being different mm. um, because some I'm fine with and some I'm not. And I've never actually, I might check, um, what's it called? The arty farty one we played ages ago. Dear Esper. I might check whether that's inverted because if it is on the PC, then, uh, no, it's not. Well, so I would have, feel I would have said it was horrific if it was, yeah. um, 74. If you could resurrect any gaming franchise and choose a developer to do it, what would you? What would it be and who would it be? Um, so, for example, he'd like to see Naughty Dog bring back Crimson Skies. Um, AD, you're a nerd. Crimson Skies is a good shout-out. Um, but I have to go back and... There's a couple, and they're both actually EA, ironically enough, and there always has been constant rumours they're going to do this, but Road Rash. Ah, oh, Kev, that's on my screen. Yeah, do you have to throw drinks Sorry. and crisps at Did me, I to prove it? <laughs> I've got that on my damn screen, you okay, prick. You're allowed to agree with a man. I sat for an hour trying to think of a damn game, and I thought Road Rash is the only game I've got, and AD stolen it. I should have asked to go Who first. do you want to make it, then? I, oh EA. Yeah, I I thought oh, it's fine how it was. Just carry it on. They tried to do it on the PS One, didn't they? No, they did. They did it. They did. Yes, I mean they tried three to games. do it. And they did it, and it was rubbish. No, but, it wasn't rubbish. They did three pretty good games on the PS One. I, I yeah. thought it didn't live up to its Mega Drive. Well, I mean, they they did Road Rash Thirty Two Bit, which was a conversion of the PC version <laughs> of the game. Rush. That's awesome. Um, which, which was that was pretty good. They did Road Rash 3D and Road Rash Jailbreak. Um, they were pretty good games. I've got videos for them up on YouTube. You can mm. check them out. Um, but no, I I I think they were they they did pretty good games. They were different, um, but they were they were good. I, I I think I'd like to see them bring it back. I'd like, to, but I just know what'll happen. 
I should I say I would like to see him bring it back as it was. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Not as what they want it to be. I've uh, fought long and hard about this one. And um, I think I'd very much like to see the return of Balls 3D developed by everyone on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> everyone on Twitter and all. Yeah. The messages I've got going, I developed that and all. <laughs> Just... <laughs> well, I, the, the reason I've suggested it is because I was on the original development team. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, you know, I've got a vested interest. I, my checks for that are, are getting sparse now. And I, I'd need to pay the bills, so I'd love to see that come back. Every now and again, I nip on uh, Twitter and um, just bombard, is it Konami? I don't know. I don't want to say it yeah. wrong, Konami. And ask them to make more Sukaden games. Um, and they say no every time. Um, <laughs> and that annoys me because um, your game save for them carries on for all of the games. Um, and that was a PS1 game. They're up to like five now, but they've not made one in ages. And I'm thinking it'd be quite nice to have an excuse to play. I've got like three, four, and five that I was like... Mm. Well, they're not going to bring it out on PlayStation 1, are they? Well, no, I mean, they could bring because you can move them across. Oh, okay. So like you can put your PS1 save in your PS2, move it onto your PS2 memory okay. card and so on and so forth. And... Um, I just think if they carried that story on, it'd be bitching. A, um, my realistic shout, um, sensible soccer, please. <laughs> mm. I'd have, I'd have that, but I don't care who makes it as long as it's good. Well, they have. Nah, it's shit. I want a good one. What do you mean it's shit? The Xbox Live one. That is sensible. That is yeah, sensible. I didn't, soccer. Yeah, but it's not. I want a re. I want a reimagining of it. I don't. They want... did a reimagining of it on the PS2. Well. They didn't Actual, do it properly. Are you then? just looking for like FIFA called Sense? No, soccer? I'm looking yeah. for I'm looking for a football game that you don't have to learn all the little twiddly stick stuff just, that you need in FIFA. I want it to be a couple of buttons, nice and simple, but ridiculously addictively fun. So it doesn't. I don't want a shitty graphic top-down thing that Sensible Soccer was. I want something that's in the spirit of Sensible Soccer and is the same pick-up-and-play addictiveness as Sensible Soccer. Um, but I want it to be something that's not going to look out of place on current consoles. So go and make that for me, somebody. That's what I want to play. Someone's um, listening, piecing it all together for yeah, you. Well, I assume that's what this question and answer session is all about. I was just checking, AD, whether, whether the drink and food was everywhere and whether my laptop was broken after I flipped it over in rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I called you a prick. It took me oh, ages to pick right. rash. <laughs> it was either that or one of the, uh, you know, re-resurrecting the strike series. And oh, I was going to say that afterwards and I thought, oh, God, I best not in case you, that was you. <laughs> Your second option as well. Hilarious. Worried in case um, of what would happen. I couldn't believe it. I'm sat here thinking, here we go, road rash. That's going to get it going. But no, um, Suka, then I'll go with. Right, this next question, Mr. Chili Beer. <laughs> I'm going to read this one out because I'm pretty sure there's not a question here. But well, let's go with it. Gentlemen, I have a question. Why don't you listen to your fucking listeners? Really, a Q&A section, it has about as much community participation spirit as Lindsay Lohan had when she was fined for drunk driving. There are some seriously good ideas in that thread, and they would have all been better than a bloody Q&A that we all know will just end as a degenerate rambling with AD and Kev telling Steve what a Muppet he is. You are a Muppet, <laughs> sheepdog. Um, this has absolutely no bearing on me requiring a copy of Portal 2 to see what all the fuss is about. So you wanted to win that, cheeky little monkey. Mm-hmm. On a serious note, blah, blah, blah. He wants a league-style participation event um, on the forums, not necessarily on the podcast. Um, they're competitive, even though we're not. Blah 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 blah. Um, anyone who cheats is a wanker, etc., etc. And um, yeah, there's no question there, Reese. I'm not sure what you're up to. When I got that email, <laughs> I read, "Why don't you listen to your fucking listeners and all of this stuff?" 
I lay there in bed. It was like, um, I don't know, it's quite early in the morning, I think. I'm not going to say definitely because it could have been afternoon. I'm a student. But um, I read it, lay in bed and thought, what a knob! (laughs) (laughs) So I lay there with my email open and just thought, I'm going to tell him where to go. And then I thought, oh, I can't be arsed. Went back to sleep, woke up a little bit later on and reread the email thinking, right, I'm going to give this guy a piece of my mind. Realised he was joking. <laughs> Just put it with the rest of the questions. I'm glad you did manage to bite your tongue because this is one of our most prolific bloggers as well. No, I know. <laughs> it was just, it was just, you know, I was half asleep. I read it. I thought, how rude. I didn't read who it was from. I just read the first paragraph. I just thought, who does he think he is? It just ended with me being a Muppet. That's as far as I read. And I just thought, that is rude. And yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, I think the point of his rant was that <laughs> he does like the idea of a, a, a league. league competition type yeah. thing. Um, if you want to set one up, Go nuts. Go yeah, um, we'll, we'll take part if we can. Yeah, we'll take part. We're probably all too lazy and or busy to set it up ourselves, but if you want to do it, um, the forum is your friend. Get it all set up on there, and we'll talk about it on the show as and when something fun happens with it. Um, just, uh, yeah, magic. That wasn't a question, though. There was no question there. <laughs> I assure you there was no question there. Um, Red Army Borough, his question, directed specifically at me. What's with all the PC hate, Kev? It's the best way to play games. Come back from the brink before it's too late. Um, no, it's not. It's my answer to that question. I've got mates who agree with him, though. My mates yeah, they're saying, all wrong, though. That's that what you're forgetting there. You know, consoles are for losers, is their motto. And I think, uh, no, yeah, no. sitting at a desk, wearing a suit and tie, straight back. Oh, I'm sat at my desk playing a computer game because I'm a loser. No, sit in a comfortable chair in front of your 42-inch TV with a controller in your hand like a normal person. I don't want to sit at a desk. I've spent... Well, I haven't spent many years lately. It's 10 years of my life, though, sat at a desk in front of a computer. I don't want to do that for my recreation time. I want to sit in my comfortable recliner chair in front of my nice big TV playing my expensive games console. I'd need a 42-inch monitor to play at PC. And a recliner chair. Yeah. I just want to be comfortable. It's I don't watch TV in the evenings. I don't watch movies. My relaxation time is video gaming. I, I do whatever I've got to do that day and then I sit in a comfortable chair in front of my TV in a dark room and after I finish crying, I play on my Xbox. <laughs> and that's, that's my fun. I don't want to sit up straight. I don't want to have to sit at a desk. I don't want to have to piss around and learn... I still don't understand how you can make a man walk around by pressing keys on a fucking keyboard and wafting a mouse around. It doesn't make sense to me. W-S-A-D. Yeah, but why? How do you do diagonal then? I don't get it. Z, I suppose. What? How do you go diagonally? If a well, W is forward, how do I go diagonally? A-N-S. Well, you'll, you, that's controlled by you looking. Oh, Jesus, the mouse. no. I'd just give me a controller. Give me a joypad. I don't want to use a stupid keyboard. You can keyboard. have them on a PC, though. Yeah, but I, want to, I also want to sit in that chair in front of that telly in Why this can't you room. You could run your PC into that telly. That. Why should I plug my PC into the telly when I've got games consoles well, there that are designed specifically a, a for the wireless purpose. controller and you can sit in your this chair? This is all ignoring the fact that there's all the stupid installing crap and all the virus crap and the fact that my PC takes 25 minutes to boot up whereas my Xbox and my PlayStation just turn on instantly and they're built specifically to play games that just work. And yeah, yeah, but if you had a decent gaming rig, that wouldn't be a problem. But why would I spend all that money? Because if you were a PC gamer, you would. Yeah, but my option is cheaper. You're a PC and loads of consoles. My option is cheaper, it's more convenient, it's more comfortable, and I don't look like I'm at work while I'm doing it. Console gaming is the way forward. But at the end of the day, you don't need to 
you don't need to spend... I bet you've spent more putting them games consoles and your TV together than it would have been to have bought a top-of-the-line PC rig. Yeah, but I'd have had to replace that well. and upgraded that once every year, 18 no, months. It'd be more no, it's like, not every year. I've had my PC for six years now, and it can still just about play the modern games. So it's probably got yeah. the same sort of life as a console. It's just the graphics get progressively worse, but they're probably still in line with a console as well. I will never consistently play games on a PC because I just want to sit in my chair but you can. in front of my telly. You can. I can't because my PC's up in my bedroom. But you, can, you could get rid of all of them and stick a PC in place of them. Well, I don't want to. And I want to play them. And it work exactly the same but because they're better. you have the controller. They have better exclusives. They're just better. I wouldn't be able to play... How do I play Uncharted on a PC? How do I play Gears of War or Halo on a PC? Well, I can the older ones, but not the newest ones. You know, how do I... It's just better. (laughs) It is better. That's why more people do it. If you're a PC gamer, you're wrong. (laughs) Simple. Um... You guys? Do you have anything to add to that? I I think... I I, PC... I mean, I'm an ex-PC gamer. That's what I cut my teeth on. Um, with first-person shooters and stuff like that. And for me, for that type of thing, you can't beat it. But at the same time, um, I also do see your point. I think that the the problem with PCs was, for the most part, they became very inconvenient to play games on. Um but that's not really the case anymore now. They're probably as plug and almost as plug and play as consoles. And I look at stuff like Portal and I look at the the mod scene and everything like that that was on um, Portal and Portal Two that you don't get on the consoles, and that's enough to make you weep because it is awesome. Um, there's no two ways about it, and I do miss that. Um, I remember. Um, with Half-Life, they had um, a zombie game add-on many, many years before Left 4 Dead um, called They Hunger, which was brilliant, and that was just a conversion, and that was actually free on PC magazines, and that was a full game. Um, And it was a total conversion. It just used the same engine as Half-Life, but was a totally different game, and that was was just fans that had done that. Um, that's the kind of thing I miss, is the fact that, without doubt, if you want more value for money in the long term, then PC gaming is the way to go. Games are cheaper, and th- there's always access to what fans are doing in terms of mods and conversions, which you don't get on consoles. However, that said, I think if you're a very busy person or you, you can't be bothered with you know with all the rigmarole if that kind of thing doesn't interest you then hello hello <laughs> no that was me just saying hello yeah. that's me uh, um i think that you can't go wrong with consoles and consoles are not a million miles away from pcs these days they're becoming the, the the line between both is becoming more and more blurred i think that it's only a matter of time before we're going to see start seeing. I mean, Microsoft are making a big play in that direction to have an all-in-one solution. So I think it's only going to be a matter of time anyway. Part of the thing about you were saying installing them and how long that takes, and blah, surely the load times are a lot less, so overall you're saving time. And also, I mean, if I wasn't getting motion sick all the time playing on a PC, then I wouldn't. I'd probably play on that a lot, lot, lot more. Um, 
like so like I said before, games are less, and like Aidy said, there are a lot more. There's a lot more add-ons, a lot more support, a lot more community spirit. You can mod a lot more. Oh no, PC gamers are twats. Community spirit bullshit. Uh, PC gamers are arrogant twats. Uh, if you're a PC gamer listening, sorry, but if you're not an arrogant twat yourself, you've met a lot of them online. I know you have because they are. They they have this whole attitude of PC games. PC gamers are better than console gamers. PC games are better than console games. Nah, they're all just games. Thing, Don't be a dick. And um, yeah, I much prefer my little I mean, community of people. Commu- on I, know, Xbox I didn't Live. mean like the community is all bunching together. They're going to look after you when you're ill. <laughs> I meant like <laughs> you go on a website and they're all working together on a mod. They might be being absolute hats to each other, but they're making a mod that we won't get on a console. Like you, you, you like your Skyrim, and they've got a whole portal mod for that that we'll mm. never see unless they decide to bring out on the Xbox in two years' time when everyone's forgotten about it. It's just, uh, it's a Plus shame. Plus the fact yeah. Skyrim looks far better on the PC than it does mm. on the consoles anyway. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's horses for courses, and it depends if you've got a decent enough PC. You, the only thing again, that I'd say was massively against it is the fact you are, like you say, missing out on exclusives. If you want to play all the big, big AAA games, you, sometimes you need a console to do that, which means you're going to end up spending a lot more money than you need to. Right, conscious of the time, this next one's going to be our last question for this week. Um, we have got loads more, even that we had planned for this show, but we'll um, we'll push them all on to next week. And don't don't feel that that means you shouldn't get your new ones submitted. The more we've got in the in the bank for this, the better. But we don't want to make this into the longest show of all time. Um, so Robbie Rue, with the last question of the week: Have you ever been embarrassed or harassed because you're a gamer? I actually noticed. I read this this morning, and then thought on my phone and then looked up and thought I'm sitting here playing my Xbox with the curtains shut because I didn't want the postman seeing me sat midday playing on my Xbox why or any of my neighbours because I've been sat there for days playing on my Xbox and I thought I don't want them to just see that's all I'm doing why if it, I don't know I don't, I'd never thought my, I would have thought my answer would have been no I'm not embarrassed in the slightest but if I'd have been sat watching telly my curtains wouldn't have been shut I don't really get it I just you're weird. I turned the Xbox on, shut the curtains, and sat down. They probably think I'm having some mad affair, but no, I, I just literally didn't want people to. Because I've got, you know, my house I've got massive windows at the front that mm. anyone going to their car can see through. They'll just see me there gaming away, mesmerised like a zombie. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't think I was at all. Not even slightly. I, I'll tell people I game, but yeah, I think there was a little. It's probably more to do with the fact I'm, I was home midday playing on my. If it was night time, I wouldn't have had them shut, I suppose. I've never felt any embarrassment about being a gamer. and ne- Never been har- harassed about it either. I mean, it's never just been harassed, that I, no. I only hang around with gamers. All yeah. my friends are gamers. Um, obviously, Anna's a gamer. Um, my kids play games. My family play games. I, that, they're the only people I associate myself with. I think if we were embarrassed by it, we wouldn't be on a podcast, would we? Well, we do use false names. Yeah, well, you that's do. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not by choice. You just refuse to acknowledge my real name, which is Richard. <laughs> Bullshit, is it, Richard? Um, any harassment about being a gamer, other than the fact that it's made you bald, I suppose? Um, you get harassed on consoles, the podcast. Like I said to you before, a couple of people have said, oh, consoles, uh, you know, PCs. But other than that, no. I mean, I'll tell people, and I go, oh, cool. Hmm. 80? Not at all. 
it helps being about six foot two and about. I was going to say, if you're cock at a forty pounds, yeah, usually you don't try to prod that bear. Uh, but, you're um, running the north like eighty is. <laughs> nothing gets by him. Yeah, I suppose that he does make a good point. I'm a big lad. People don't tend to harass me about anything. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't look like your stereotypical gaming, you know. Well, you say that, but we had a we had a thread on the forum about this when the when the forum first opened, and it turned out that I think pretty much six foot two and a larger size t shirt is your fairly <laughs> typical, certainly member of our forum. We're all six foot. Yeah, but we're we're, we're older people, aren't we? I'm talking about people that are likely to get stick tend to be younger and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I think that. I think at uni for having my Xbox there, so a couple of people come in and were like, oh, PS3 or just yeah, but that's not that stick for that. being a gamer. That's, no, that's, that's, that's stick that's from other gamers, in. which you know, <laughs> I, nice. I've certainly had more stick over the years for being into football or for being a posh fan or for the music I yeah, listen to. Yeah, I've never yeah. had any issue. Well, my cardigan's stylish, and I've never had any issues um, for being a gamer because I can say everyone else I know is one as well. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. As I say, we'll cut that there for the um, for the Q and A for this week. It, please keep your questions coming in. I've really enjoyed doing that, yeah. and we could have made this a five hour show because we've got three times as many questions that we haven't had time to read out this week, and we will work through them over the coming weeks. But please keep your your new ones coming in as well. Email them to Steve at show at maturegamerpodcast.com or you can uh, tweet them at us or stick them on our Facebook page. It's easier if you email them just because I've got to find them all. So but, I'd prefer yeah. it if you tweet them or put them on the Facebook page <laughs> um, just because I like to be make Steve's life difficult. Yeah, do um, whatever suits you, I suppose. But yeah, keep them coming. I get the feeling I'm going to enjoy this part of the show. I like this. Um, <laughs> if you don't, let us know. I don't care if they like it or not. Remember, yeah, I, I only care. do this for my benefit. If yeah. I don't enjoy something, it gets cut. And if I think something's uh, something's awful... You know. This is a dictatorship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you got to also look at it this way. They completely ruined the poll thing, didn't they? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we're going to ruin the Q&A for you. Yeah. Um, although, having said that, you've been very nice again this week. We've had some more donations. Yeah, it's been um, great. So please keep them coming. I, I don't really know where this little spate of donations has come from, but we've had quite a few in the last couple of weeks. And um, they're awesome. And they really go such a long way towards allowing us to keep producing the show. We actually were looking at our um, bandwidth usage for last month. Um, we'd used nearly 500 gigabytes of um, bandwidth. We got lucky because our site went down for a day, and that one day meant that we just about... Yeah, we finished on 98% the... of our yeah. bandwidth allowance, otherwise <laughs> we'd have needed another upgrade. So I'm guessing we're going to have to upgrade our server again this month. So things like your donations and using the affiliate links, the Amazon stuff, and uh, buying our T-shirts and merchandise, all that stuff goes such a long way to allowing us to keep doing this. We love doing it. We love the community we've built up on the forum. Um, we love the fact that we've got more and more articles appearing on the site, but all this stuff does cost us money to do. So um, the fact that you guys are sticking your hands in your pockets and you're using our links, you're buying our stuff it just allows us to keep doing it and it is awesome and even though steve does insult you all a lot we do still love you all (laughs) Um, i know kev mentioned it slightly as well but it's really awesome the amount of people that are giving us articles and whatnot um keep that coming that's brilliant if anyone fancies writing for the show uh, for the show for the website um yeah email me or email us at show at maturegamer.com or steve not maturegamer.com is it maturegamerpodcast.com sorry do you want to try the whole address again (laughs) show at maturegamerpodcast.com or steve at maturegamerpodcast.com um 
yeah, just wang any reviews, previews, etc. Their blog posts. It's, people have been brilliant so far, and um, it gets you a nice little extra bit on the forum where you can chat about articles as well. Mm. Um, while you're at your PC doing that, just get on iTunes and give us a review. They're lovely. Mm. We've had a few more again this week. They make a big difference, especially now we're not in New Noteworthy anymore. Huge difference we now. need the reviews to get us placed nicely in what's hot. Um, we, um, we're not as high in the charts as we were because of the fact that we're not in New Noteworthy anymore, but it doesn't seem to have affected our download numbers. No. So I don't really understand how the iTunes chart works. All I do know is reviews are always good. I so know we've got coming. a review through and we just shot right up onto the main bit yeah. and then a couple obviously other people got the old reviewer in there and they just went back above us it was it's so yeah. weird a review just bang we're straight up so if we got like 10 or maybe 100 we'd probably or just a thousand fly. yeah ten thousand reviews um, uh, by midnight yeah it makes such a ridiculous difference um you can't imagine how much difference it makes we kind of just described <laughs> it <laughs> that's yeah they couldn't imagine so we've just told them that's what i'm saying well played you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. I'm at RB6K. I'm at A1DY74. And it is particularly beneficial to you to follow me on Twitter because we do have a new pre-show ritual where I insult Steve using the medium of chalk on a mug and tweet that picture pre-show each week. So he's um, awesome. He's got a mug that is part chalkboard, which. Even though it insults me, I still just marvel at the technological genius that went into making. Yeah. It. What does it say on your mug, sheepdog? I'm not going to... Re- you can read that out. I'm not calling myself that. It says Steve is a cock. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that. Because um, he is. Um, you can also find us on Facebook by searching for the Mature Gamer Podcast or that email address once again. Steve. Show at maturegamerpodcast.com. Well done. I'm going to add a rule at the end of that. So it says Steve is a cock rule. Because I should have done it hours ago. Should have added a rule at the end of Steve. Steve rule is a cock. Yeah, take that, Steve that. rule. <laughs> um, and that's it for this week. It has been possibly our longest show ever we've had a lot to talk about the Q&A is obviously a much bigger section than the best game of all time and um, so if the show is too long yeah tough we've got more for you after the outro because um, Steve was talking bullshit again so if you like hearing him being random um, stay tuned for the bit at the end after the song um, if, it carries, if he carries on doing this every week we're going to have to make a new podcast just for him to talk bullshit um, but yeah keep listening if you want to hear all that if you don't care what he's got to say, just stop now. You're not losing anything. There's no more game talk. It's all fine. Um, but we'll see you next week, peeps. Bye, Bye, everyone. Have a good week. Ciao. Ciao. What are you? Yeah. How many 10Ps is the most you've ever seen in one place before? Just look at that little selection I've got there for you. They're not for you, they're for me. <laughs> my, my ten P's. That's not the most. I've told you before this reason why I've seen more 10Ps than that. Tell me it again. <clears throat> I was in uh, Wales playing on a 10P machine and I discovered one that if I put 10P in it and pressed hold, 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 start, it dropped a quid out. So, you never told me this. So I said to why my don't mate, we live in Wales? So I said to my mate, wait here. I've got a fiver. I'll be back in a minute. And I'm just thinking to myself, that's 50 fucking quid there. Sorted. We're going to all get shit-faced tonight on that. I was going to buy loads of booze because we're on holiday. And um, so I go there. I go have a fiver's worth of 10 peas, mate. He's like there for ages getting them out. I come back, say to my mate, what's wrong? You went, 
put 20p in the machine and did the hold thing and then it asked me to press start again and it all spun round and it didn't ask me to hold it the next time and I just stood there with five worth of 10 p's in my hand, just thinking I'm going to kill you I'm going to fucking kill you so you see that sounds like something you'd do though. I lay there in bed that night thinking I am going to kill just gonna murder him. So what was this a fruit machine? Yeah. Or... Oh, okay. And it was like it was just a glitch that meant uh, I could just put as many ten pieces as I want in one at a time. Hold, 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 start. A pound falls out. Hold, hold, hold. How start. did you work this out? Because I just I put one ten p in. It gave me a quid. I put another ten p. I just I don't even know why I did it that way. It just I put one in and it came up with holds. So I thought, oh, I'll try that again. And yeah, it worked. And I just thought, oh, after I took the money, I'd won out of it. And then went to get more. But yeah, that idiot put 20p in. What a fool. Fucking believe it. And did he die in mysterious circumstances? No, no, but um, loads of times I thought about that and just thought how different that night could have been. How different my life would have been if only for that 50 quid. (laughs) We could have made a fortune out of that, really. No, you couldn't. Not really. How could you have made a fortune? We could have made more than 50 quid out of it. I doubt there's much more than 50 quid in a 10p fruit machine. It was quite a popular machine and they seemed to have a lot of pounds. No wonder it was popular. It was spitting out pound coins. Um, Jesus. Can you imagine me going like, need to fill in up? <laughs> <laughs> it would have started dropping out the 10p's eventually, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd have just been winning back what I'd put in it. Yeah. But, um... No, I, I was un, I was aware that there was limits to what they could pay out. Probably is. I just I think that's a limit on each individual go though. I don't think it checks your prints and makes sure the same fella don't keep winning. <laughs> well, is is there not something whereby they have to be that the actual shop is limited to what it can pay out to an individual as part of like the gambling laws? Probably. Probably. And if you go over machine. it, they reserve the right to have the machine investigated. You've got a lot of pound coins in your pocket there, son. Where'd you get them from? <laughs> well, it's it's just so that you don't cheat the machine. They can actually oh, withhold the money. Um, no, I just, I thought that would have, we had a good night anyway, but I just thought, imagine me being able to go buy all the booze and everything and just everyone get shit-faced and yeah, it'd have been good. Because I did that, I went to Reading Festival. And dropped oh, that must ticket. have been in the olden days, 50 quid. <laughs> dropped my ticket on the floor and then when I was picking them up, I was like, there's two tickets here, what the fuck? So I'm ringing my mates going, which one of you just gave me your ticket? Because I nearly lost it. You're an idiot. You should have told me it's in my wallet. And they were like, no, we've got our tickets. And I don't know whether I dropped mine on a ticket, or, like, or next to one, and I picked them both up, or whether I just had two tickets and didn't realise I'd only paid for one. But um, I sold that at the gate and then bought like, massive crates of beer, lo- you know, loads of booze, loads of wood, and it was awesome. Did you and say loads of wood? wood? Yeah, because you build fires at Reading Festival. What is wrong with you? You do. You build, like, fire around your camp, not just... What <laughs> the hell? You're doing a campfire. You know, so we just had an awesome time because I just found basically a £100 on the floor. I don't understand what you are. Why didn't you just buy extra beer? What was... Why? I did. I brought beer and then with, like, the, I don't know, five I had left or whatever, I bought some... Is this festival in the middle of winter? <laughs> it's actually back on the weekend in August. So, so there was no reason to build a fire. No, we had an awesome time. We sat around a fire at night. Heat and, your beers up. <laughs> and then uh, my mate foolishly threw the rubbish on it and it all melted and it went a bit downhill. Was it the, the same mate who put 20p in the fruit machine? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have he's, on, he's on his third strike now, sure. Uh, 
Jesus. I've got to take my cardigan off. It's all getting a bit warm in here. <laughs> 80. Kev borrowed his missus's cardigan and has been wearing it all day trying to pull it off it's as a man's ca- cardigan. Look, if she'd been wearing it, if this was her cardigan, it would drag on the floor behind her. Claire's got cardigans that go right down to her ankles. They're just like... She's got long ones. Well, Not to her ankles. It's probably a bit excessive. But long ones that go like really far. Probably down to like her thighs. <laughs> she's, got, she's got a nice set of magician's robes. <laughs> but they're like... They are... Quite, you know, they're just from, I don't know, really. That's, quite, why that's so long, a masculine, manly cardigan that's just what been wearing, just really long cardigan. It's my cardigan. It's really not. <laughs> I'll tell you what, sheepdog, I look mighty fine in it as well. Look, I'll prove it's a man's cardigan. I'll show you the uh, Dorothy Perkins is a man's shop, isn't it? <laughs> no, look, Burton, not just Burton, Burton of London. Um, it's an extra, extra large man's cardigan. Um, which would drown even the largest of women, let alone my five-foot-one <laughs> girlfriend. Bloody cold in London to go buy a cardigan, sir. Cardigans are cool. They also look particularly good on the fat man. Uh, James Corden wears a lot of cardigans. And yeah, it knows, annoys me. As I fat think, men go, he's not I a bad-looking one. I think somebody's one. told him that that looks good, and it doesn't. Looks better than the alternative. Check shirts. Yeah. <laughs> what you got on there, little fella? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're one step away from Hawaiian shirts. I am, pretty much. I just don't like I was, You know the Hawaiian shirt fat man cliche? I thought that was just something that was made up on TV, but I was well, I was outside the big and tall shop in Nottingham the other day. Didn't go in, because I don't need to, contrary to popular opinion. <laughs> and in the window, there's just this display of four Hawaiian shirts of variety of colours. I've seen them before. It's shocking, isn't it? They're just... I went in one with my dad once because, you know, he's a very tall, very big man. And, um, <laughs> Thanks for the clarification, Chief Dog. <laughs> for 80. And um, it is just all Hawaiian shirts and Fred Perry polo necks or something like that. And I just thought, which look awful. So, hmm. I don't like clothes. <laughs> They're all shit. They all look shit. I mean, I don't mean that in like... You I make them look shit, Chief yeah, Dog. I can't pull off anything. It's awful. Perhaps if but, you um, uh, went for the the buzz cut on your old heed you'd be able to sort out the rest of the look it's because you might go for a mohawk if I've got a line down the middle you haven't got anything to stand up on a mohawk it'll be fine there's nothing in the middle at the moment the only bits in the middle are the bits you've combed over from the sides (laughs) (laughs) being an orphaner Aidy do you drink much loose tea pardon being a northerner do you drink much loose tea the hell's loose tea with no bag you know bagless tea it doesn't come in a bag tea leaves no. I brought a box by mistake the other day, thinking it was a small box of tea bags. And um, it's the future. How do you prepare it? You've, uh, count you use a people. tea strainer. Count how many people are you doing tea for? Bloody hell, that must be hard yeah. for you. Jesus. Yeah. And, and oh, well, on that point, if you're counting how many people you do it for, how does that take into account your giant mug? Does that count as one person? I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Okay, continue. Um, <laughs> so for me and Claire, it's three. <laughs> which is the answer to that <laughs> well you could have just told me then yeah. I'll get to that in a little while immediately gives me and the then, answer the funny thing was I had to, I double checked this was actually the way to do it because I suddenly thought I don't want to do it wrong get tea everywhere destroy the kitchen I don't know something could have gone wrong so I looked it up and the instructions were boil some water pour it in a teapot and I thought right so far so good it was pour the water away I was like what <laughs> <laughs> reboil the kettle Put the tea leaves in. Yeah, you have to do to a hot, hot yeah, pot. Yeah, you have to it? do one for each person drinking plus one for the pot. Yeah. I thought, you know, okay, what? So f- I did that with tea bags. Three spoonfuls plus one for the pot. So I've put four in. You pour the water in. 
So far, so good. Normal cup of tea. I'm, you didn't I'm use a tea remarkable. strainer, did you? I find it remarkable that you own a teapot. You just don't, don't strike me as a sword. But if it was, I have tea strainers, actually, AD. And when I you didn't use it, it, did you? No, I did. I, first time, I just put a spoonful in and poured the water through it. And it went, like, you know when you have to leave it to brew for ages? It was, like, instantly brewed. It, it was going through the leaves. It was perfect straight away. But, um... Then Claire was like, we need a teapot. This is ridiculous because we were just basically putting a spoonful in and then just lobbing it out the window into the garden. Putting a spoonful in what? In the strainer thing we've got. Oh, okay. Um, but now we just put four in the teapot and then when we're pouring the tea, we have a strainer over the cup. So did you just... buy the teapot specifically for no, this No, I already purpose? had one. I just, okay. Claire, we need one. And I just grabbed one. I did a you and just grabbed one from <laughs> arm's reach and just put it down and started making tea. But um, it tastes so much stronger and nicer. It's not because I'm putting loads in. It's just... Yeah, because the tea swirls around, and that's yeah. why it releases its flavour. Why does anybody buy bags? Well, pyramid tea bags are supposed to create that swirling sensation. Well, yeah. I remember my nan telling me that when they first invented the bag, everyone was like, they won't get me on those bags. And just ref- why was she northern? No, she, that was her impression of the people saying it. I'll tell you what. She was Irish. On the subject of pyramid tea I bags. I wasn't Irish. No, I wasn't doing an Irish impression. I was doing her impression of northerners. On the subject of pyramid, pyramid tea bags and making fortunes which we've also been talking about, Pyramid tea bags once made me a fortune, at least in the eyes of a 14-year-old boy, because my dad worked for the company that made the, fa- made the machines that made the Pyramid tea bags, so he knew they were coming two years before they did. <laughs> I made a bet with my 14-year-old friends that within a year there would be Pyramid-shaped tea bags, and obviously much ridicule and I can't do that yeah, what a ridiculous Never. thing what a moron and they they were betting me um, lollipops for it nice and um, when they were launched I had at least five or six lollipops coming from that yeah, and um, I was I was over the moon I've never known so much lollipop and they were astonished at my powers of uh, prediction Foresight, yeah. yeah but yeah AD so get yourself a tea strainer and you Kev you can do one too I've already got one strainer teapot Get on the loose tea leaves. It's Why awesome. have you got a tea strainer, Eddie, if you don't drink t- loose tea leaf things? What do you well, use? I mean, it's oh, just in case. One. <laughs> I don't know what we own. You can it. use it for other things as well. For uh, pissing through if you've got kidney stones. Probably, that's probably why I own one. No, you know, like, if you if you don't like bits and you freshly squeeze an orange and stuff like that. <laughs> Did you just say squeezing? <laughs> squeezing. Kev told me squeezing isn't a word. It isn't a word. He said that's not a word. What is I wrong with you people? Squeezed. Squeezed. It's not squeezing. I'll tell you one thing as well, though. That um, seems... I don't know if I'm just drinking more because it's so much nicer, but... Um, I can't sleep anymore. I go to bed and it's like three hours before I get off the caffeine from uh, drinking so much bloody tea. You stop drinking um, as much then. I think it's just stronger as well because it's, as AD said, it gets to swirl around. It says something like you leave it, you've got to leave it between three and five minutes, too little, it's too weak, too long, it's too stewed. But um, There's more caffeine in tea than there is in coffee. Really? Mm. Yes. That's the answer. But... I am on the, on the understanding that that's if you compare the compare the bean to the leaf. I think once yeah. it's brewed and actually in the uh, cup, yeah. there's not. But if you're putting in loads of leafy goodness, then you're getting a large caffeine hit. Have you just wiped words off of your mug? No, they're still there. I said, oh, that's nice. That's I, all right. It looked there was smudged chalk on the side of your mug, and I'd hate you to forget what you are <laughs> whilst you're drinking your coffee. Have you seen the mug that ah, I? Yes, I find that very amusing and full of awesomeness. <laughs> I am. Um, that mug is going to be pulled out before every episode, and every week there's going to be a different message for the <laughs> sheeples on there for him to for him to come along to because he was late again today. 
as you were, so it didn't matter as much. Yeah. It wasn't um, my fault this week. I walked my dog here and I had to stand around the corner waiting for Claire to come and get it. Because I had to walk it and I thought, well, I've got to walk to... Well, I didn't have to walk to yours, but I thought I might as well walk to yours and uh, kill two So you walked here with your dog? I'm missing something. And then your wife drove to my house to pick up the dog? Yeah. Why didn't you just bring the dog here? Because she would have just been could have stuck it in the garden. I could have done, couldn't I, really? She'd have been annoying. And then you could have walked the dog home again. She'd have been well annoying. To who? She'd be in the garden. We're two rooms away. She'd have barked a lot. Well, we could have shot her. She'd have attacked your cat if he tried to come in. Yeah. I think Kev probably wouldn't have minded that, judging by his previous <laughs> hatred of his cat. I think you'd like me bringing my dog round. You know, it seems a bit random. Yeah. He sent me a text going, I've just seen your house, and I thought, why has he gone to my house? Is he checking I'm actually <laughs> no, what, out? What happened um, was um, we were feeding the ducks, and mm. we were like, we parked up right near your house, sort of thing. Yeah. So we were going to the river. And um, I said, Steve lives around the corner. She said, oh, let's phone him. See if he wants to come too. Don't uh, have to. I don't really like him. Oh, go on. I think it's all right. Yeah, but have you seen how bald he is? I know he's bald, but it's still fun to be around him. Well, it's not really that much fun. And also, it's a sunny day. He's going to get a sunburnt head. Have you thought of that? Well, well, well he's we'll, going to blind you lot. We'll bring him out and he can wear a hat. Oh, okay. Ring him then. Oh, he's not in. Brilliant. Um, can I go and see his house? Um, yeah, if you want. Can I throw stones? At it yeah, I wonder why the windows are smashed. Yeah. Um, but he sees through the letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> when you saw the smash window, you must have thought you'd won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh no, no money. In um, yeah, so that's what happened there. <laughs> Bless. But no, um, I thought I keep every time I walk down the road, I see like little signs popping up in the wind in the uh, front gardens, and I think, oh, is that to let? Shall I tell Kev? But they're all I ain't living there. He moved round the corner. Don't worry. Then we could have wired up a couple of Xboxes and not use the internet. We could have just had a proper. What's wired... the benefit of that when we both have the internet? Local co-op. Yeah, I asked what the benefit was. We can still download. We can do that anyway. We both have BT Infinity 2, 75 meg broadband. You're not wrong. So what's the benefit of your idea? I like to watch porn six times at the same time. I can do that. I've tried. Um, yeah. Why do I need a house anyway? I don't understand. I thought you were looking to move. No, I'm moving over here. Yeah, but I thought then you were looking to. Yeah, at some point. But yeah, not I just for a while. keep keeping an eye out. Because you also mentioned that your uh, contract is just up in the air. Hmm, it is. It's a rolling month to month contract that hasn't been signed. My landlord told me she's sending a new contract through the post, which I think is code for I've put the prices up. I'm actually going to drive you out, but I'm doing it by not seeing you face to face. Should we get an eight bed house and all share it? Well, an AD company stay. Yeah. Well. We'd That'd need weird. We'd need what? we'd need nine beds then. <laughs> what? Hey. We could have like a massive cinema room, but instead of having a cinema in there, have five TVs all with their consoles on. You just want my. You just want access to my marvelous retro range. That's what? all you're just using me for. That's it, Odie. Come yeah. and live with us. Come and live in. Come games. and live in mature gamer towers. Yeah. That's what it should be called. But it won't be towers. It'll be a massive bungalow. That'll be the, that'll be the <laughs> irony of it. Mature <laughs> <laughs> gamer towers will be the world's largest bungalow. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll shave the roof to make it as flat as possible and as low as possible. Yeah, it'll be half sunken underground. <laughs> <laughs> mature gamer towers, half below sea level. That's like how. A back cave. Yeah. Not really. The cave would be good. I don't think the back cave's half below a half below sea level bungalow. Do you know? I just kind of went, but, but no, not at all, lady. 
Not even caves underground. How do you know it's not below sea level? It's not a bungalow, is it? What the bat cave? Yeah. Well, technically it is. (laughs) (laughs) What on earth are you saying? Well, in all the films I've seen, it's only one level. It's a cave, AD. Underneath Wayne Manor, or whatever it's called. Yeah. So it's actually like the basement of a massive... No, it's not. It's it's a totally separate thing. The mountain side of the mountain. It's still not a bungalow. Yeah, that's not what we It's a hole in the bloody ground. Oh, bungalow's just a big hole above the ground, isn't it? What was that? Was that your attempt at the 60s Batman thing? Yeah. Oh, shit. How many mouthfuls do you reckon a standard packet of mini cheddars is? For me, or for a normal person? The me. Three. One. 80 was correct. Three mouthfuls. Three. Uh, one for me. <laughs> what? That's letting tempted himself to go, wide open for a to go and fetch a bag and see if he can <laughs> do it in one mouthful uh, and not let him have a drink afterwards. <laughs> I've got to see this. <laughs> <laughs> right, AD. We need to see him spit yeah, crumb. He says leave. Right, I've got to make sure I get them all in. <laughs> I'm making sure he's not chewing. He's put two. He's put two stacks in his mouth now. That's a third stack going. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> the man's going to die. He's having to put them in two at a time now. Yeah, is that all of them? He's got the entire bag of mini cheddars in his mouth. Now Jesus. He's, now he's starting the chew process. They're spraying just a little bit. He's I'd now love laughing. it if he coughed. And he just <laughs> splattered. He's now laughing. Pasty, cheesy uh, mini cheddar all over his laptop. That's, this is impressive, though. This man can eat. That is impressive, because I would say three. That's what I did. Minimum. And I, I thought that I thought, you know, I was going to get pats on the back for doing it in three. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just done it in one mouthful. It's like one of them things out of V. He's he's just, it's not even effort for him. He's just sat there munching away, (laughs) reading the internet on his computer. (laughs) He's not even finding this task difficult. I might see if he can do a tube of Pringles. That'd be awesome. (laughs) that happening? Oh yeah, that would be good stuff. That was good. What was good? That mouthful of food. Uh, <laughs> right. Your one mouthful of food you just had. Yeah. And because it was only one mouthful, the calories don't even count. That's what <laughs> I heard. Yeah, when that comes out, it's just a fool. It's going to hurt like fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. That is disgusting. <laughs> oh, but the thing is, the man speaks the truth. Oh, yeah. You've obviously not had a cheddar shit before, eh, Bob? <laughs> oh, I have. But it's just one of them things that needs to be, you know, remain left unspoken. Well, part of me's thinking, I just watched it go in. Should I buy a ticket for the away bag? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's... I'm selling if you buy him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I bet his ass could effortlessly push that out, couldn't it? Uh, yeah. <sighs> Why does it always... Go back to us talking about Steve's arsehole. I don't know. 